Welcome back to another episode of Boys Don't Lie to Podcast. Pilot 2, episode 2. Man, y'all blew episode 1. Yes, sir. Beep, beep up. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. I mean, what was what was it? 20- Analytics, 25, 25 listeners in like, what, 8 minutes? Then you went to 300 or something in 2, two hours. hours. That like... Absolutely insane. Bonkers. Yeah. Shout out to everybody else in Columbus, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia that's listening. If you do listen to the AM station, I know that's not big, but yeah. if you are listening on the AM station, that's big for us because uh, just dreams and hopes right now to get yeah. this thing going. Shout out to Spotify for holding down right now. Yes, Soon sir. be on every other podcast and platform that you could think of to so get through some distribution things. But no other. We got Owen Burke in the building. Yes, sir. We got yes, Samari sir. in the building. I'm present. And we got that boy, Ryel Sanchez, with us. My cousin, he's going to be on the second episode with us right now. So this is the pilot. Like I said, the pilot is basically us just trying to mold this thing to get to where we want to be at so we know what we want to do. And um, we're going to pass it over to this man, Owen. He's going to start us off with the first topic of today. Yeah, let's go. We're going to start off a little sad, but we want to, you know, mention it because I think it deserves to be mentioned and then try to move into some lighter and more fun stuff after. So yes, uh, Vincent Jackson was found in a hotel room in Tampa this morning. He was a wide receiver that played for the San Diego Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his time in the NFL. He acquired 9,000 yards and 57 touchdowns in his 12 years in the NFL. So the the cause of his death is still unknown. The corners doing, you know, they're doing their whole legal process thing down there. So I'm sure we'll have more news on it here in the coming days. But uh, it's a sad thing because he was a good player, he was a great player in the NFL. But he was a great guy. Like, he was. He was a multiple uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year finalists when in in his time in and, San Diego. And didn't he team. have like a foundation for like solely like our military people? Yeah, yeah, he had his foundation. He did a lot of charity work, especially when he was in Florida with. Uh, Alonzo Mourning, because he does a lot of work for the Heat Foundation as well. Yes, so, so he was a great guy, and it's definitely Thank a loss you, for yeah. the football community and for his foundation as well. So on from that, let's move into some some lighter stuff. RIP to his family. And yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 We send our condolences yeah. for sure. Yeah. Tough thing to go through, but, you know. Can't beat that it's, fog, yeah, it's, There's not much you fog. can say about it. It's tough. But to move off that, uh, I want to also give another shout-out to Raymond. Uh, yeah. The man's been helping us day in now, putting counting hours. So I really want to give him, because as much as me, Samari, and Owen go into this, we're nothing without the, the marketing the that he helps us do. Yeah. yeah, all the pictures and stuff you see is Ray underscore dude on Twitch. You got it, yeah. Yeah, so he is, I and mean, I think he, screen, he streams almost every day. And he's making money off. Yeah, now. he's a huge Rocket yeah. League player. He's an affiliate now on Twitch, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's a beast, I already man. told Raymond when I go up, he go up with. Yeah, me, he's man. putting in the hours, man. Like, he is a talented. I've guy. I've been with Raymond since twenty. That was 2018. 2018. Yeah, yeah, he's been with me ever since. Bro. Yeah, just working. And I went me. to high school with him, and I never like never yeah. my time. Like we had gym class in high school together, and never did I think that four or five years from now down the road that. I'd be banking on that man to help me get my dreams together. So I appreciate everything he's doing for me right now. For he's all of us. For sure. So, so just there's the first topic we're gonna get into is a is a it's an OnlyFans topic. It's mm. it's, it's a requested one. Uh let me go say that, bro. I got I got 60, 67 DMs. Mm. I asked people to send me. I got six and this is one of the ones. So shout out to the person who said you you this you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh 
Remember, this is a family show, so we try to make sure we do not cuss. Do not cuss. Keep it PG-13. Keep it PG. PG-13, bro. We grown. But I mean, we not yeah, going to be explicit. But, I mean, if you finna get, you know what I'm saying? You finna get Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> OnlyFans. Like, is it a benefit? What do you guys think, bro? It's like, a crazy like, movement going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing, like, girls in high school come out with plans and relying on OnlyFans. Can relying you get tax off OnlyFans? Yeah, you yeah, have to. It's an income source. It oh, really? Yeah. So IRS ain't going stuff. for none of that, bro. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Girls that were doing private Snapchat stores is getting away with that for a while. And then OnlyFans is like, that's it's too big to not I'm be. snitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So private <laughs> Snapchat thing, like, how do you even set that up? I don't know. I mean, girls you just set up an account and you just... like, But, like, how do you set up the account? I've never seen Snapchat even try to remotely... I think it's just a private... I think it's I a private story that they just, like, explain. I think you have to cash oh, up yeah. them, and then you get added to the private story as long as you're paying Oh, really? Bills, bro, they be low-key devious. I'm not going to lie. They no. be way ahead of their I time, mean, bro. <laughs> for sure. I say what you want about it. I mean, girls make bank off that. Oh yeah, like, but then guys be like, like I think I've seen a couple rappers like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my unreleased music on it. But uh, it's like Tiger, Tiger like, is endorsing that stuff, bro. But like, I be real with you. Until somebody tight. like Drake or like a Wayne or a Kendrick, or somebody's doing it. It's simple. All we gotta have is one brother go on there, screen record it, and show the whole group. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's I like mean, that's how OnlyFans is too. I mean, and you're going to have that with any type of thing, but, like, a yeah, lot of people are doing, like, I mean, like, people have been doing it for different, whole different stuff. Like, they've been putting their artwork on there and stuff like that. So, I mean, it has different uses. Obviously, we know what the main use is, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, girls make bank. Like, I'm talking, like, thousands of dollars yeah. an hours, bro. No for, cap. For whatever they choose to put on there, there's not a limit. There's not a you have to show this, you have to show that. It's just it's to whatever it's we're on. viewers' discretion is yeah. advised, literally. <laughs> put whatever you want on here and charge whatever you want. But for think it. about it, it's so misleading because a lot of girls are putting put on it. And like there's this guy on YouTube that I used to watch. Like he's down horrendous. I'm not gonna lie. He's down stupendously. But he goes on there and he'll like screen record it and then show that they're not showing nothing. And see, that's what Bella Thorne got in a big mess of trouble when she first did it. With that YouTube Because, yeah. Because yeah, she hopped on there and, like, to try to make money. And she had, like, two... She made, like, $2 million in, like, a week or so. Like, right, yeah. And she had no nudity. Like, it was all, like, either she had lace on or she had a bikini something. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone was upset. Everyone that was in that industry was so upset with her because... It messed up their payments because then OnlyFans had to turn around and cash her out because she was making so much money that everyone else had to go to a different pay. Like they had to go to like a weekly pay system where it used to be like you used to get it like daily. And they had to change up their whole flow because she brought such she, an influx of money in. And you're making what, like a K, <laughs> like 2K? Yeah. In one week? Yeah. On like, one day? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like if my if if Caitlyn ever came to me and was like, I think I want to do it. I don't think she would because she wants to be. Okay, a that's the question. Yeah, Samari, Rael. Yeah, if your girl had an OnlyFans, would you be down for that? Yeah, it better. I better be getting some of the money. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't have her private OnlyFans. Like if you're gonna do it, that's our money. Well, you that's, know, with some big labels, they they hire people. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. sponsor people to 
underneath their label to do it. Yeah. But so the question is, would you let your I, girl do it? I, it depends where we're at in that relationship. I don't know. I There's can't, that, yeah, I can't I, really speak yeah, on that. I can't yeah. really speak on that. I, I feel like I couldn't tell you. I'm three years in now. <laughs> I know what I'm getting myself into. I know where I'm at. And as long as, I mean, if it's an adult conversation, I don't expect her to go do it and then ask. Like, it's mm. a, we got to talk about it and then do it. Then I'll be the photographer for it, man. As long right. as I'm getting money off of it, like... Because it's, we're talking, and it's also got to be some serious money. I'm not going to let her do it for like 200 bucks a week. But if she's raking in money, hey, I'll take it. So now we ask Mari, would you let your girlfriend have only (laughs) Nope, not at all. No. (laughs) Not an inch, zilch. Not a. How about if she already had one? No. (laughs) Would you date a girl that had one? I would have already known. I'm not cuffing her. I just feel like as much as people do it or I'm not even going to say just women because there's actual guys there's out there men that do it too yeah, bro I'm not going to be sexist Respect or nothing like that but I just feel like there's so many other things you can do to make money there's no reason for you to have that one thing that you share with your significant other intimacy and show it to the world that's real I just, I so just, is it a moral thing for you? More yeah, okay. I mean, I, I could, I could definitely test that. I also just feel like it's no reason for you to just be throwing yourself out there like that. I mean, but is he like trying to make it? A but that's the thing. thing that's I what I'm just, I, it's not like that. I just some people are like some people are like they see that they're throwing, it, but most girls are getting you because they're bad. Yeah, like mulatto has one. She don't mm-hmm. show an inch of like skin besides the bikini, bro. Yeah, and that's so what it's like you getting what you would get from a girl, really. She's just, just making another source of income, which is a lot of people don't realize is that's like marketing at its finest. You're already making millions, thousands of dollars, whatever the case may be. And right. then you double back and, and you just, okay, well, I see other people doing this. I'll do this too. It's simple. It's mm-hmm. literally simple. And it's it's so crazy that like, I feel like it took off so quickly. Like it was like, I'd never heard of this thing mm-hmm. before. And then bam, people were making millions of dollars of it. Well, like, especially when like, Ruby Rose did it. Yeah, when she did it, oh my goodness! And then like, like, the, I, bro, I gotta pull up my Snapchat while we're talking about it, bro. Cause look, <laughs> there's this girl I follow. She, she, she says she like she started doing it or whatever. And then like the way they market it, bro. I got a couple girls from high school that do it too. That like I, I know we should be talking about, that. bro. There's a girl who said, "What are these guys is going to release their the the the." the and then she was like, I'm just going to do it for myself and put it on my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. And you, like, yeah, that's marketing. I mean, you can't. But they went to go look at it and it wasn't nothing like you talk up a big game, you get on there, you get that money and they can't yeah. get that money back. Yeah. There's no refund. Yeah. And see, that's another thing is I was surprised to see how massive the market for it was. Because like, I get it. There are people out there that don't have partners to have sexual relations with and stuff like that that are going to pay for stuff like that. But I was crazy to see how much it was because the Internet is free. Right. And it is an endless supply of whatever the heck you want it to be. Right. So it was crazy to me that there were so many people that were willing to pay for stuff like that when a quick Google search to a certain orange and black website would get you the same results. So that's why I always thought it was kind of weird, but... I mean, like I said, if you could sell it, man, you could sell it. That's true. You can make money off of it. I'm like, well, I want more from you. What you think? Well, I mean, you got to think. It comes into, like, their personality, too, and, like, the audience that you tracked in. So, you know, there's gamer girls. There's so much categories. That's now. true. Like, there's a lot of categories yeah. now. Hey, so. And I'll tell you, in another thing, on Twitch, like, there's a stat, there's the category of, like, the gamer girls mm-hmm. that, like, 
that I mean, there's a certain way I would have to show you. Like, you truly have to look at it because they're not like they play video games, yeah, but like a third to a half of their stream is like them like writing on something on a whiteboard behind it mm-hmm. while they have a certain piece of clothing on or yeah, something like yeah. yeah. Like they market, they know what they're marketing and what. I'll just sit there and talk. Like they're smart. They got yeah. a good game. Like they got a plan. It's it's, it's selling it. They I make mean, that's they make connections with their uh, viewers. You gotta you sell whatever you want to sell, and if some people are okay with selling their body, but like I'm just like like with tomorrow tomorrow they're like. Like, with the music thing, like, a Tyga or something like that. Like, somebody with a caliber, bro. Unless you're, like, a big fan. Like, I'm not really paying no money to go see what kind of unreleased <laughs> snippets. Like, I'm going to be real with you. If Soldier Boy started an OnlyFans, I'm not paying to see your snippets. Well, yeah. And I understand. I feel like you most people be would be like that. of that yeah. status. But at the same time, the second somebody with that status does it, that's when people are going to screen record it. Tyga right. and all those guys could go do it. We would probably see one or two leaks off of it. The second Drake did that, I mean... Your timeline's full of it, especially yours too. Yeah. With how many few people you follow that are interconnected in the music, music like that. yeah. So, I mean, it's something that's interesting though. But I don't know how they would. I'm sure there's probably there may be a copyright law or something they can figure out going forward. But I mean, it's that's sort of like twenty. That's that's our generation now. If you can sell it and you know you can sell it, go make money off of it. That's, that's just crazy, bro. That's actually I like the way you said that. You can make money off of it, sell it. To be honest, that's what we're doing right now. I mean, we sit here and talk and talk and talk. I say, I say, I say, when we get big enough, they want the audio, they want the visuals of this, Mm -hmm. right? In the room, cooped up, right there by the mic. Yeah, we start our OnlyFans. And we say, you want the video? (laughs) Gotta subscribe. Instead of putting on YouTube, (laughs) facts. We're gonna make big bucks off this. Oh yeah. I'm on it, boy. Exactly. Go ahead. And I got two naked women behind me while we recorded this. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, if you can sell it, you can sell it. They just, I mean, they just gonna mess around. What's the app name? What's one? Of the, what's yeah. You know y'all therms out there. We know y'all out there, dude. Y'all not slick. Y'all not yeah. slick, bro. Not I see y'all under the likes, bro. Y'all be the first person every time they post, bro. Not <laughs> they call it thirsty. You not? Know? Yeah. What we got next, big guy? All right. So next up. It is still a ways away, but I did want to talk about the NBA draft because uh, trying to cover both sports, and we are going to talk about the NFL draft at length later on. So I wanted to talk about the NBA draft because it's something new this year mm-hmm. that we never had. So um, there's a lot, obviously a lot of talented players that are coming in from the NCAA. Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, uh, a lot of guys from those Blue Blood schools that are going to go in the top 14. Green. Dog. So... There's also two new prospects that have entered the top five conversation mm-hmm. that are coming straight out of the G League this year, Jalen Green and Jonathan Kuminga. Both of these guys are extremely talented, extremely yes, athletic. Jalen Green has been one of my favorite players to watch since ever. Yeah, since he's a, dog. He's a since his junior year high school because that and he can dress. He can throw on fits. Off, <laughs> offensively, he is in just an absolute juggernaut. Dude mm-hmm. can do everything. Under Literally. The sun. Mm-hmm. So. I wanted to get your guys' opinions on the whole G League thing because it's different. I mean, it's never been done before. And really, and then you can look at guys like LaMelo and RJ Hampton that went overseas and then came back. That's also a new route. I feel mm-hmm. like a majority of the people up, up until 06, you were either coming out of high school or you were going to college. There were no other And options. now that they're starting teams for this too in the G League, bro? Yeah, G League has its own team. Noted, bro. Yeah, G League has its own team, the G League Ignite, where they have all these prospects come and play for them. So I'm curious what you think is like. So say you were a high school senior 
what it what would be your route? Are you going to college? Are you going overseas? Or are you going to the junior? Or what are you going to do? Junior, going to be a senior, doc. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's a million dollar question for you. No well, cap. I would. Well, it depends. If I had the talents for it, I'll definitely will want the media attention. So I'll I'll, I'll go out there, you know, fish for some clout. Okay. And depending where I'm at, you know, I'll probably, if I'm really good enough, I'll probably, you know, debate my offers, blah, blah, blah. I think I might sway going overseas just because that's pro, that's still pro level. That's pro basketball. That's still pro level. You make it money. You're, so that's what you got to think is you probably get more attention at the college level because, I mean, that's, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We can go think to about a it, I think about with, uh, what's his face? The one with the, I think he's a senior now, the one with the Mohawk. I, I heard about him so much. He was thinking about going to HBCU. Oh, oh Mikey Williams. Williams. Yeah. The fact that he's thinking about going to HBCU is kind of big. But you think he tanks, he takes it that way, but like HBCUs don't even get that much love, anyways. Because you think about it, there's only one person in the NBA that's playing that played in the HBCU. That's Robert Covington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's like one in a million type chance too. And there'd be some ballers though, for real, for real. Though. I mean, but it's. It's for him, it'd be starting a movement shift because mm-hmm. he's the best player but in his class. But, but, but be real. How many people do you think is actually going like, to make I mean, there's already been one. Uh, Thonmaker's cousin decided he's oh, going to the, the really, really yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that, yeah. So, I mean, if he's if he's going to be one of the first people to do it, but the thing about Mikey is that, like, Mikey's doing what Jalen Green's been Like, we've been watching Jalen Green since, like, his sophomore, junior year. We've been watching Mikey Williams since he was a seventh grader. Literally. He's a freshman in high school now. Like, we still yeah. got four years before this man decides where he's going to go. That's so, the same way with LaMelo, though. Yeah. People were, we watched with the ball, brother. People were waiting. We were like, whoa. Like, we can't wait to see you get up there. Yeah. And then we had the the turmoil of Jello, and we were like, oh, now you're definitely going to go. Yeah. So we watched Lonzo go to UCLA, and then... We watched the other two go overseas, and then we watched them get in trouble, and then we watched their stuff with this the, is true with the uh, with Lavar's own league in the JBL, yeah. And then big baller brand, yeah. And then <laughs> we saw him go down to Australia with RJ Hampton and play in their leagues down there. And he's then we go back to Ohio, yep. And then come yeah. back up to Progeny Prep and mm-hmm. play there for a while. So, I mean, it seems like the options are endless. I mean, that's the that's your highlight point now. Is it seems like you can go to college, you can go overseas, you can play here professionally, you can play in the G League, which to me that's the most intriguing experience of all of them, because you get this weird mix of guys like you, like they know each other, Jalen Green, their teammates. Those guys are in the same shoes as you are. They're getting ready for the draft. You have other guys that have been there for a while. You have guys like Alex Caruso that before he blew up. You but know, imagine, you have, but imagine if this starts earlier, bro. Like this movement because now it's like the, it's like the power of the it's like the power of the the name. You got people like Bronny yep. teaming up with D Wade's son. Like things like this is happening, and it's like that that name pulls you over. You know? Oh yeah. So it's kind of like we're teaming up to stop this team, or uh, what's the word? Then you have somebody like I don't know. Somebody coming out of Simeon who's never been hurt before, but it's a dog because he goes to this school that, that has to work for it now. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it harder for the person whose dad played 20 years in the NBA, yeah. you know? So, And that's the thing about the G League is, like I said, you got guys that are going to the league like you are. You have guys that have played there for 10 years like Alex Caruso or, sure. yeah. uh, what was his name, Andre Carter, the the number 20 that came out. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Math and then there's, um, 
I mean, there's yep. people like that go to the NBA, you have guys like going Jeremy Lane, and they come out. You have your go overseas, get the more experience. So you have guys that are trying to make comebacks. You have the Nate Robinsons, the Jeremy yeah. Lane, which we love a Cinderella story. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like we're and if America. I, if I can go down to the G League and I play, <laughs> and I play with guys oh, of my caliber, and I'm playing against guys that have had a, a little bit of NBA experience here and there, and then I play a game against Nate Robinson. Like I'm like, hey, I think I'm trying to talk like, to you for two hours after the game. I think last year, that's a good job. But I think last year when like Jaw and Zion said it's like that first game when you're on the flame, the same court as LeBron, and he's throwing alleys to AD, and you have to get out of yourself and remember like this is reality. Yeah, now. you're here. Like I have to keep playing this guy. Yeah, and it's weird to think that. I mean, that's exactly what we think. If we all stepped out on the court and saw that, like. We have to do that same realization pull-out moment. So it's very weird to hear that NBA so, rookies are I got a question for you so. guys. What did I say? Like, who's next? Like, who's taking that? I know it's kind of like a stray. Okay. But, like, who's next? Like, who do, who do players come on the court now and it's like, oh, like, You're saying 10 that. years from now, who's – what are those rookies going to say? Like, like in like, the league like, or like now they're saying Like, in the league. Like, now they're saying LeBron. Who do they say next? Luca. 10 years from now, they're like, Jason man, Hayden. I really got a guard. Yeah, that's another good he's one. He's well-rounded. Trey Young. Position. He's still there. Yeah, yeah Trey Young. He's still yeah. there. He went from 6'8 to 6'10, bro. Well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about after LeBron retires. Well, I think they're going to retire around the same time, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Because I think Braun's going to play for another three to four years, and how much does KD have left in his tank? With his injury issues. I mean, oh, no, bro. He's falling right now. But, I mean, you got to... You gotta come from a that perspective switches, like this, though. That switches us over to the next. It's topic. all about the yeah. pace. Yeah, the thing with KD is it comes down to the pace because you can average thirty-five all you want, but can you do it for eighty-two games? That's true. Speaking I of mean, guys, I mean, averaging for eighty-two games, I want to talk about finals predictions, rookie of the year, and MVP predictions for the end of the year because we've had some intriguing guys like Trey Young's averaging twenty-six and nine, and nobody's talking about it because the Hawks are eleven and fifteen. I mean, but that's something that goes into that MVP candidate race, though. I mean, I'll say wins. that about anybody. You you gotta have well, right that now, caliber, yeah, as a player. But your team is more important than you at the same time. Like that's why people keep talking about Luca so much. I mean, think about it. Zion is his second year in the league, and he's averaging twenty six and damn near ten. Excuse my friends. And he literally was like. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Well, everyone's like, where's he at? Literally. Nobody's, nobody's but he's about literally him. doing his... He's a role player is now. He? He's not the superstar. But that goes back we, to what we That is Brandon Ingram's team. Literally, they surrounded people around Brandon Ingram to take the Pelicans to the well, next level. When you think about it, it is, but like, it was supposed to be Lonzo's team. No. Yeah. It was supposed to be the team that he survived over, man. He, I need him to step up. It's not his fault. I know. I, he I can't. So I, much I just wanted to do. I wanted to do better. That's yeah. all I want. He almost had Zion amount of pressure on him when he. Whether it's out, his bro. fault, the team's fault, whatever. I just wanted to. I just. I like him so much. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play well. I, I like his play. I'm sorry, bro. I, I think it's bad though, because with his brother in the league, it's going to make it ten mm-hmm. times harder for him. Oh, Lamelo has it, bro. Because Lamelo has better numbers than he does right now. Talk about rookie of the year predictions. I don't think there's a, it, with, with this honestly with the same type caliber team. Unless he gets hurt, I don't think there's anybody other than Lamelo that's going to win rookie of the year mm-hmm. either. The, his numbers are there. The hype is and see, and that's especially when it comes to rookie of the year. That's always what's most important is the hype coming out of the draft. Remind me of this draft. Uh, you got Lamelo that's in this class. You have for rookie of the year. Yeah, Toppin. Uh, Obi Toppin uh, was drafted this year. Toppin He's not gonna. 
Uh, Tyrese Halliburton right now mm-hmm. is probably your second best. Yeah. Um, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, he's played well. And then there's... Uh, I'm trying to remember. James Wiseman is in Golden State. Mm-hmm. He's not playing he's bad. He's not playing that bad. I he's mean, just, but he's consistent. The, the problem is, is that all the highlights or all the videos and stuff you see of him is just Draymond yelling at him. Literally, that's the thing. And he's, I feel so bad for Draymond, but I'm not Draymond, but I feel so bad for him because well, then I mean, Draymond goes. Hey, I understand what he's trying to do, but Draymond goes and does what he did the other night and shoots the ball with eight seconds up on the clock from half court, and you're like, "This is my mentor." Yeah, I I feel that. Yeah, I can understand that. That's situational, though, because, I mean, a lot of people give that stigma about Draymond. He ain't got nothing left in tank. He need to retire. He's garbage. But, I mean, I'm, I hate to break it to people. If y'all don't know basketball, Draymond's one of the most winningest basketball players ever to play the game in the NBA level. He, he won does. in high school. He won in college and went to the NBA and continued to win. He does. talking about needs to do. talking about So, I mean, you got to respect it when it's due, like. I'm sorry. He like, does what needs to be done. That's that's yeah. why he's so good, and that's why people compare him. Dirty work, bro. That's why people compared him to Rodman when yeah. when they first <laughs> shot up because like he doesn't drop twenty a night. He doesn't get thirty a night. He doesn't half the night. He doesn't even get the ten rebounds. But he has eight, eight, and four steals or yeah. eight, eight, two steals, two blocks. Like, and it's just that type of production. I literally seen really a graphic the other to, day just off. Of, I think it was like ESPN had posted. He's the one of the first only players that ever have a triple double with no points. No, yeah, he is <laughs> the only. He is. He the was the only. Player. Player. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, he had ten, 10 rebounds, ten rebounds, ten assists, ten, assists, and ten, 10 steals. steals. One night. Yep, went down. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah, he's he a only bucket. had four points. He had four points, ten assists, eleven rebounds. 10 I mean, steals. don't get me wrong, Draymond. I'm not saying that Draymond is not a bad person. Yeah. He has his. He's a different player. He's a different style. He doesn't fit in with most guys. And he's the not way, the way he talks and the way he plays is just not the usual mentor type. He's going to be Udonis Haslam with the Warriors. He's going to be a coach too, yeah. and he's going to be a mean coach. Oh yeah, he remind, he's going to remind me of Gary Payton on the big three sidelines with that Tom Izzo yelling. That finals, uh, I, there's steer it back the MVP. I got KD, and that's my second favorite player of all time. You think he's, I don't know if he can keep it up. That's I'm sorry, saying. bro. When also, I want LeBron to get it, bro, because I feel like LeBron gets so close every year, and it's like somebody takes it from him. Like last the, year was Giannis, and it was arguably like. Well, they decided, things. and see, this is what when I was talking about the hype is like. I was surprised, honestly. I was surprised when John Morant won Rookie of the Year last year because nah. I he deserved it. Yeah. He 100 okay. deserved it. But I was okay. like, they had decided. Like, Zion was crowned the second he was drafted. They were like, yeah. there's your rookie of the year, and he'll win MVP in four years. So, like, yeah. ESPN's decided it, it's going to happen. That is very So, true. I was surprised when, when Ja won it, but I think the numbers were just too much for them to, to look over. So, I mean, MVP-wise, I have Nikola Jokic right now. Um, I think Donovan Ooh. Mitchell inverse, enters the conversation. I, I don't really disagree with that. That's actually uh, not bad. I mean, Jokic has had MVP. Oh yeah, he's been going down. That's a, that's a he's been he's been playing both ends. And of the honestly, ball, I think this is probably LeBron's best chance with AD now being a little banged up. He's gonna have to do a little bit more now. Uh, I think that's my top two right now is LeBron and Jokic, and I put KD at three probably. I, I think KD, I, I think KD can keep it going. The only the only thing about KD that worries me is really his teammates. Because if James Harden gets hot and drops sixty in a game and I he drops forty, uh, his production's gonna go down. 
Let me tell you what's happening with James Harden right now. Okay. He's falling in back to that system in OKC. He knows yeah. he's the number three player right now. Mm-hmm. He and knows Kyrie's his not, Kyrie's not letting him come Well, up, Kyrie bro. just came out and said the other he's day the that he's guard. the point guard. And, and Kyrie's, Kyrie's I don't care. Guard. Kyrie's not letting that happen. And I don't care what I'm, Kyrie says. Put, he's the third best player on that team. Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> yeah. for sure. No, because oh, James is going to go out and get a bucket. James is going to go out and get a bucket. Mm-hmm. Who's number one? KD's. Okay, obviously. thank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like the problem with the Mr. Nets... Mr. Duke's going to come in right now. No, no. The, the problem with the Nets right now, besides them obviously being the worst defensive team in NBA history, is, yeah, the, fact, history. is the fact that they're not utilizing their whole bench. Mm-hmm. They're u- literally criticizing imagine, the three top people on their team to do more. The but there's before, 15 though. players, 25 players... No, not 25. I think it's 15, 20 people, but they can't travel because restrictions of COVID. So 15 players that they can utilize on a regular basis, and they use seven. Yeah. There's eight people on the bench and that comes ready to, to go. That comes down to Steve Nash. Literally. So Steve Nash was put in that position to do what? Change the franchise. He's already done that by a drafting what? That was like the problem. Or not really drafting, but trading to get James Harden on his team. James Harden has been playing some of the best basketball of his career for the simple fact that, hey, I'm at the age, like he said in the interview, like the very, the week he got drafted, or not drafted, traded to the uh, the Nets, he literally came out in the interview, finally did his opening statements because, you know, he was uh, 4 PFing it up, shout out little Baby, he was out there, yeah. you know, in the clubs and stuff, and he literally said, I know where I'm at in my life, I need to win a championship. Yep. He's had winning seasons, scoring champions, he's had MVPs, whatever, it don't matter unless Bro, you I'm get telling you, I'm telling you, on a court, on a court, when you're when you're talking about on a basketball court, James Harden, KD should be the first option to shoot that ball. It depends on the situation. Because if it's I'm, I'm three, yeah, I'm pulling oh, up. Man. I'm pulling up right here. Nobody's getting up with that. Down I mean, three, I probably want. Okay, ah, it, I don't it know. depends on the situation, bro. It does depend on the situation. Now we're down to. I just need a bucket. I think think Kyrie is a clutch shooter, but I'm going with James Harden's second option. I'm sorry. That's all I feel about it, too, man. It's just the way that he started the year. He had a bad stretch of games, and then he had his media stuff. I mean, but the thing that's different. His media stuff, I understand, because he did it for a good reason. And even people, like, people put the the blame on him so bad. But they've been doing that that thing. He did that thing where, what what did he do, like, give some money to George Floyd's daughter or something like that? He's been getting media, bad media attention since he left Cleveland. Yeah. Literally. Well, it's the Literally. whole way he left Cleveland. And that's why people were so but, skeptical when those other two guys got like there. I told, like I told my stepdad, he shows his Duke education. Literally. And he doesn't fear no man. And he shows that he doesn't fear no man. And, like, Stephen A. got mad and he was like, you think you're better than us. You think you're smarter than us. And it's not that he doesn't think that. You know, he just has a higher way of thinking. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't want him to suppress himself to the, the media, but... There's, there's just ways that you could go about different, you know? He presents yeah. himself differently, mm-hmm. and that's what makes him elite as a guard, as a person. And I'm going to say this. But that transfers. The thing that is going to be critical that I've been trying to tell everybody after I pick up conversations at work and, you know, wherever else, bro, the thing that they need, they sold. Trace Yes, bro. Trading Jared Allen away. Jared oh, Allen, yeah. bro. That was the was key to their now? defense yeah. right there. That starting four would have been stupid. But no, but no, but if they go get JaVale, they're good. DeAndre Jordan is a 
bum. No, but they're going to problem. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's he was, a bum. He's oh, just he's not playing well. I would rather have... What I will tell you is I would rather have Jared Allen than DeAndre Jordan. Right? Well, yeah, he's oh, yeah. way younger, I mean, obviously. But well, I'm not even getting younger. Just for this just, year. Yeah, like, he's, just, yeah. he's just playing better right now. I mean, that's the problem, though. I honestly think I that they like, might switch around and get Andre Drummond since they've already curated that. Whoever gets a buyout out of Cleveland. That Cleveland has already said, hey, well, we don't want him to play no more. So I think he's going to move. He, he literally went there to start, had a tremendous couple of games. He's been playing good all season. I say they're going to get JaVale. I think that's your that's your like okay that's well, your championship caliber center. He's been there. He's done that. He knows what enough. to do. Fair enough. I see that. I get that. But if 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 Javale and Andre Drummond are there, I think we know who's gonna get picked up. Come that's on what now, I'm telling you. Yeah, Javale is a solid. Oh, we hooping Dwight Howard. Oh my God. <laughs> We're about to find out how good Andre Drummond is because the problem with him is that he's always put up great numbers. I he's mean, been with mediocre he's teams. He's put up astronomical oh, yeah, great for numbers. Sure. The problem is, is that numbers can be deceiving when you play on that bad of a team. Yeah, you play with a mediocre team. You play with the Pistons? Just because you put oh, up nah. good numbers does not mean you're good. Because the problem is, is yeah. that Blake Griffin and I don't even know who the best player in Cleveland is right now. Because it's such Colin a... Colin Sexton. Yeah. I yeah, actually, Sexton. Especially yeah. after that game yeah. he had against the Nets. Yeah. I don't know, bro. He's literally it the face of that franchise. Too, huh? It had to be him. But that's the thing is I feel like there's not a huge gap. Yeah, that's valid. But Jared Allen not. He's he, not I mean, You have Jared yeah. Allen. You have Larry Nance Jr. is still there. And then, you, of course, you have Andre Drummond. And, and then Osman. K-Love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Jetty O's. K-Love needs to get free. Hey, yo, free K-Love. Shout out K-Love. Bro. You're a dog still. Yeah, you still got it. You need to go yeah. back home to Minnesota. To help it, them but... boys out. Oh or you can go God. ahead and get traded. And go up to Portland. Ball out with Dame. And you'll be straight, my boy. Because you're still a stretch four. Honestly, bro, I'm going to be real with you. If the the Western Conference Finals way is going, I I can see that it's gonna be Lakers and Jazz. Currently, Lakers getting out of it probably. I don't know if Brooklyn can make it all the way though. I, I think like, Brooklyn makes it, but I don't think they win the title. I don't know if they can make it all the way, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I just feel like something's gonna mess it up, bro. I agree because they it's tough out east. Like I said, there's no clear cut winner in the east. Because when it gets to the east, bro. And you get to that, that, that. I can see them giving it to the, the ECF, but I don't know if it, like they get past that. Because that's when that frustration is going to go, and Kyrie is going to shut all down. I Him say and that. James are going to do it. I wouldn't they say both that. Do it. I wouldn't say that. No. Kyrie gets frustrated down. on the court. Yeah. Him and KD that. get mad. Kyrie shuts down. It's that's just the difference. Kyrie, KD can control himself a little bit better just because he's played with three other all He's played with Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> Draymond and then Steph Clay. and Clay. Yeah. People don't understand this, and I think that's another thing that why the Warriors dynasty was so strong. Clay Jeff was the Thomas. glue to that whole thing. People like to say it's KD, it's Steph, because no, it was oh, well, Clay. We knew that. We so in saying that, that, the glue of this team, and I'm gonna say it's Kyrie. People don't like to admit that, but he literally look. Is I understand. What, I understand giving him his props, but yeah. like you got to understand, you take KD out of that. That whole team, and I do not think that they're the team that they are. I don't think they make it to the finals. I mean, they wouldn't have traded either. So they would have still had Jared Allen. They still would have had other critical pieces to that team that would have made be them better. To honest with you, and now this is probably a massive overstep. And I think in the long run, I think they were better off, if they would have got it together, I think they were better off before the James Harden trade than they were after. Because they gave up Karis Levert. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be real with Jared you. Allen. I'm going to be real with you. I see where you're coming from, but look at the play with Kyrie and KD before. 
Kyrie sits out. Look at the play between James Harden and KD. Well, yeah, if they could have somehow dealt Kyrie, got James, kept Jared Allen, I think that's your best case scenario, in my opinion. Yeah. But the problem is, is nobody wanted Kyrie. Nobody wanted Kyrie to touch Kyrie with a ten foot pole at the time of that trade. Remember, because he was in the middle of a twenty game hiatus where they were like, we just don't know where he is. He's like, I'm at home. Don't talk to me. <laughs> like. So nobody wanted him. Nobody wants to trade for a guy that doesn't want to play basketball at the current time. That's true. So I honestly, part of me thinks that he did that on purpose because any team, usually, in any scenario, if you're like, I want to trade for James Harden, where they're like, we're not taking anybody but KD or Kyrie, we got to get one. But look at, I mean, you just think about it. It was at the same time. James Harden put on a fat suit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kyrie Irving went on a hiatus. Kyrie Irving didn't play. I think they planned it, bro. James Harden played fat. (laughs) I do think they planned it. Like, maybe not to a certainty is what we think, but, like, I think there were some texts. Oh, yeah. Because, like I said, no GM. Like, if I'm the GM Because then Kyrie came back and he started hugging people. (laughs) If I'm the GM of the Nets and I text the Rockets GM and I'm like, I want James Harden, they're not talking deal unless KD or Kyrie end up as a Rocket. Unless... You know you're not going to get KD back from James Harden because then at that point you're going to have to be the one that's giving up more. Yes. So you're like, I need Kyrie, but if Kyrie's in the middle of sitting out and you're thinking people are talking about him retiring on ESPN and everything, you don't want Kyrie. So you're like, all right, well I'll take this, this, and that. That's the problem. That's Everybody... when you bring in the Pacers. And you're like, all right, send Oladipo to Houston. We'll send Karras to Indiana. Jared Allen somehow ends up in Cleveland. Houston's already talking about getting rid of Oladipo. Well, he he's a free agent. At yeah. the end of this year, he's been talking to Miami for the for last, years. For for last years. year, since All-Star yeah. break last year, he's been talking to Miami. Literally. Well, then that just puts Houston back on a reunion tour. We're just here for the Boogie and John Wall show. I mean, they, they're, they're going to get critical players from the draft, and that's why they got so many first I just think it's so stupid that they ever gave up. Clint Capella, bro. Like, he is thriving in Atlanta. Yeah. It was dumb. I mean, he needed that to was... in a different system anyways, because that system, that two-man ball with him and... That Daryl, uh, that was the worst trade in the worst career. Ridiculous. Yeah, Houston. because they they had to play basketball with nobody taller than six eight. After that, and you try to say you try to go to the the, the oh, playoffs, yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go against uh, Javale McGee, Dwight Howard, Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, and run and this Davis. lineup. <laughs> oh, and they just trying to win a seven game series. Yeah, and they win. And before that, you're like, play Rudy Gobert against P.J. Tucker for seven games. Yeah, but that's a mismatch regardless. That's just barbecue I'm surprised the they made it that far. Like, they made this, did yeah, they make no, the second round? They they no, they did. They made it to the second round and they got booted. And so I was like, how, how, how are we here? Because that's the thing is Robert Covington's the tallest but player. But that's why. He wouldn't even play shoot, center. Shoot, bro. But that's why, that's why Shaq said what he said about Donovan. It was like he didn't think he had the it. And that's what's stopping them because they have that good thing going for them now, but they're going to get to the playoffs and it just says like they get shut out by the themselves. MVP front runner should be on that team, but the fact that it, that a front runner hasn't separated itself is what's yeah. scary because usually it's the best player on the best team. Currently, they're the best team in the league. Yeah. A seven game series, bro, first round, I want to see Utah versus Trailblazers. No. Ugh, that'd be scrappy. No. I'm telling you. Be scrappy. I want to see Dame versus. I want to see Dame versus Donovan. Uh, that would be nasty, bro. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's finals predictions wise. I have Lakers Nets. 
just because I really don't know I mean, where else to go. Yes, I got Lakers Sixers. I had Lakers Bucks. I don't think Whoa, the Sixers yeah, can do that. Yeah, you right now. Honestly, I, I He's see good, he better because Ben's not gonna do nothing. Yeah, no, I'm I see so the I see the Heat coming back out of the West. I mean West East to be honest with you, because I mean there's now that they're on a roll, they got Jimmy back healthy, and they're expanding their depth. They're gonna definitely go on another run. I'm finals at finals. Lakers Heat again? Is that what you're calling right now? No, nah, I'd say Lakers Nets. Lakers Nets. But I would definitely put them up. The Heat second. Probably Lakers Nets. I have I had Lakers Bucks, but I just no. I don't know <laughs> if somebody can outscore because because that's the caveat with the Nets right now. That's the problem is like they can't play Giannis, any defense. The they can't play any defense. The problem is is who's gonna outscore them. Giannis is going through trauma yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. he just signed a four year deal just just stay up there. That, He's man. like, yeah. bro. I mean, that I ain't gonna has... lie about it though. They messed up when they got rid of Eric Bledsoe. That was they captain, and he went to the net. I mean, not the net. Steve went to the Pelicans, and you see what that veteran status does. You know what's now, so if funny, they, though? They pick a trade and get JJ Redick in this off in this couple of weeks. When they get the trading, because he's been having talks to talk going back there, going back to Philly. I think that lineup be is tough. scary. I think that'd Drew Holiday, JJ Reddick, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez is scary. That's tough. Nice. I'm not gonna agree with you, bro. That Lamelo ball on my bridges <laughs> with PJ Tucker. I mean, PJ Washington is nice too, bro. Yeah, I are, love Miles Bridges so much. They are so a athletic, fun bro. team to watch, bro. And that's sad to say, but the Hornets got it now. Like they got that it factor. They got what they need. It's boosted now. They could definitely the purple is up. If they can yeah, keep that's valid. If they could keep rolling, they could be a second round team. They could be. So it'd be real. Like, but it's they're still young. That's it's the, the coach though. Because the coach can't you yeah. can't you can't you can't you can't get you can't let Lavar get into your head. Nope. Yeah. Especially what he nope. did last time talking about some your son is averaging five turnovers a game. Like, why would you come on? Like, yeah, it's not worth the time. Yeah, yeah. I it's not worth the time, bro. You not in this position because now you're trash talking on player just to get back at his dad. That just doesn't. You're you're hurting. And then you have to go coach him. You're man. hurting Lamelo's confidence just because his dad said something. Man, yeah. so that's all petty. Wife. I got time today. Yeah, that's just <laughs> ridiculous. All right, what's next on the schedule, my man? Uh, so we're gonna jump back into music for a little bit here. Yes, sir. So obviously, if you haven't been living under a rock on Twitter, you've seen <laughs> everything that's happening with Six Nine and Meek recently. Ooh-wee. Them boys got into it uh, in the club and then in the parking lot afterwards. So, I mean, what was your whole? Go ahead and explain the situation because you know it better than I do. So basically, long story short, actually, enter clip here. Not playing, but uh, long <laughs> story day. short, um, I think I think Meek was in the club or something like that. And then he looked over, and they said that Meek just spit on 6 9 See, that's what's so out of pocket to me is because 6 9 really didn't do anything in that moment. In that in moment. In that moment, yeah. yeah. Well, we all know who 6 9 is. As and, like, person. we're shocked that 6 9 is showing his face in the club. In the public, really? let alone in the club. Yeah. Just in the public. Like, <laughs> bro, to be real with you, he's thriving in life. I just went to the club in your city mm-hmm. and showed my face. That you said I wouldn't do. And he walked out alive. <laughs> what? He got it, bro. He won. 10 out of 10. That's facts. Chess piece. I just thought about that. That whole interaction, he just won that whole interaction. Because Meek said he was going to pop him if he came to Philly. And that's what, like, <laughs> whack, and then whack and then we're getting on him. I think, it, no. No, it was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. It was in Atlanta. Still, you're in Atlanta. Yeah, like, yeah. Trailer's yeah. big. Bud's big on there. But still, like, 
Me you got in the club, da, 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 da. you come out, okay, you're shook. You say you're going to pop him. You say we're going to be smoking on a 6 9 pack and you don't do nothing. It's big. Because now he's fronting that that's your security when it's his security. He throws a poo shiesty line at you to be that, funny. That was so funny. And here we are. Bit fight, bro. Yeah. Imagine if you just got it smoked after that. He didn't say that to Shiesty, though, because he knew he was going to get it. I, I, I tweeted that out. I was oh, like, God. don't let him play with Shiesty. He already got two under his belt. Facts, yeah. Hey. Did Shiesty tweet anything about that? I don't think about it. No. No. I'm, I would have been funny. I mean, he went under Meek's picture and put Rack. That was it. Hmm. I was curious he didn't say I that. Just, like, to be the most hated, bro, to be the most hated and still have the success of what he's mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Man. What you think about it, Ryo? He's just made for it. He's, he's just made. Uh, I don't know. He's just made for it. I don't know what it is. Cause I think my, I think my barber talked about it, and we were just talking about it one day, whatever, before I left back mm-hmm. to Georgia. And he was talking, and he says, he literally said, if anybody gets six nine, they're gonna have to make him. Like they're gonna have to make a. a Example out of him. Yeah. You're going to have to cut his head off on national television to show people that you're not playing. You're not wrong. You went into O Block. You had your own trial. <laughs> you tried to shoot Chief Keith. That was a mistake. I'm still. I don't have know. You, have you watched? Have, have you watched like this little documentary? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. It's on Hulu, bro. You got to tap in, bro. Oh my It'll make goodness, a lot bro. more sense to why he's the way he is. Yes, bro. And the fact that the little girl, like, she snitched, she put the video out and, like, said where he was at, and Secret Security was out there within three minutes. Yeah. Took him over to a new location, yep. still made music, was arguing. And then, in his in his probation, he wasn't supposed to beef with any rappers. He beefed with Young Thug, YG, <laughs> so many people, and still not get arrested. He worked for the cop. That's facts. Like, how do you get away with this? This is true. You got away with it swiftly, apparently, because nobody... Dropped your album. That's the only thing that stopped you. You flopping. That's facts. Yeah, that album was buns. That yeah. was like... You what? You dropped the album, <laughs> went on a hiatus, and now you come back and you drop music, right back show us it. your beard, drop a push icy line, and you're up there like that again. But, I mean, he's, he's, been, he's been marketable for years. I literally... Okay, I don't know... And, a couple weeks, a couple weeks, a couple months ago, back in September, I went on a little trip for my uh, military training, and I listened to a, a great audio book by Fifty Cent. He basically said in a chapter in the, in the audio book that he obviously was mentoring, you know, uh, six nine at one point. But the problem that he had with him, the reason why he didn't mess with him after a while, is he didn't have a great asset of people around him. Yeah. So the, the whole chapter is about curating your crew. And basically, he told him, like, you need to be able to defer where to go from here to there. So, you know, he tried to do that. You know, 6 9 tried to take that into, you know, accountability or whatever you want to say. Went one air out the other, bro, because he literally went back to the person who ended up snitching on him, was his manager or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And that's all documented in that, you know, Hulu special, whatever you want to call it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it just goes to show, like, how quick the like an instant it is to pop off of social media, bro. Like it can literally be a TikTok, it could literally be a tweet that goes viral, whatever the case may be. It could just be in a split second and you will boom just but like that. Maintain it is hard. None yeah, yeah. That is very true. So if you don't know who this is, it was Wack One Hundred. It's his man it's Blueface's manager. 
Mm-hmm. And basically, he went to Twitter afterwards, and like Meek had a couple words for him. But like, and this is why, like, I said what I said about it. I think Wack is honestly one of the biggest, like, most hated people after Takashi in the rap game. Yeah, for but sure. But he says real, real stuff. stuff. Yeah, like his stuff. Who is he talking? I don't remember. It was I- Nipsey. Because yeah. he says something about Nipsey. He's dead. not being a legend. He's not a legend. Yeah, he said he's not a legend. And like, as much as I, I, I personally don't agree with it because of my personal beliefs. Like the points that he was putting out was real. It was because of the death. Like the death rose Nipsey up. Well, he's a West Coast legend. Mm-hmm. A West let's, Coast legend. Yes. Let's clarify that first. There's not a debate about that. Like. He is a West Coast legend, and if you don't think that, I think there's. But the thing about it is <laughs> now, if you want to talk about all around legend, but for him being from the West Coast, he's right because being a West Coast legend is harder than being an East Coast legend. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You have Tupac, it's you have Kendrick now. Yeah. You have to be the it factor. He said that YG's not going to be a legend when he's gone, and I'm like, you look at it from his first album, everything has been ducks. Samari told us about the YG album. We were like. Huh? YG dropped the album? Hey, shout out YG, bro. That's true. That's true. I, and, I ain't no hater, bro. And maybe not <laughs> a legend. But, like, I think... He's a legend in L.A. He's Ooh. a... Like, Nipsey. if he's... If Nipsey's not a West Coast music legend, he's definitely, like, culturally. And everything he did for the city and his... his but that's for that. That's for mind. that area. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be real. And I'm a, I'm a obviously... I agree to disagree. I'll say it like that. I agree. I will not take away anything that he's done. I'll never, you know, negate that. But the issue or where that line needs to be drawn, he has one real body of work. In a musical standpoint, that's okay, not going to make a legend. I won't yes. go that far. Okay, I won't go that far because Crenshaw, Crenshaw is, like, the whole Crenshaw sauce is, like, that whole tape is, that's fine. But it's whatever, because... It's Music is subjective. Mainstream. It's whatever you find to be a great album. I never said he hasn't had no other music. I mean, I'm a Nipsey fan to the core, but I mean, let's look at it. His discography is not going to compete with somebody like Snoop. Okay, that'd be yes. not going to okay. compete look, with somebody like Dre. Bring up that up. Snoop doesn't really have a great one album, too, besides the doggy one. Like, Look at it. Look at it. Being real with you, Snoop is big because Snoop is on everything. He's the last thing that we had to park in Suge Knight. That's true, yeah. I mean, I would disagree with that, though. Because, I mean, he he made himself a brand. That's why he branched out. Because he wasn't just a, a real I think Nipsey was he started acting, he started producing, he yeah. started doing more in, in aspects. So, so I guess maybe Nipsey's not a legend. Maybe not even a West Coast legend now. Doggy style? Think, look at this. I'm, I'm going to try to be real with me. Look at this. His essential album is Doggy style. What other album on this? Y'all did not listen to this, but I did. But I mean, like you said, it's subjective. It's what you want to listen to. He has a great discography overall. Did you listen to any of this? Like outside of the Dark Style album? No, I didn't. Did you listen to any of this, Raya? Out of besides Dark Style? Um. No. Okay. Cool. No, I listened to the game needs to be sold. I'll say that. I don't know. My mom's really big into the '90s, so it's like I probably don't really know the album. But I probably you probably know. a couple songs, yeah, yeah. a couple songs, a couple songs. But as a music fan, it's kind of hard because I say personally to me, I say the criteria to be a West Coast legend is hard 
And you have to be more. you have to be up there because the West Coast legend is most people is you're a West Coast legend because you're big in California. And to me, it's more cultural than it is music. Like yeah, I don't yeah. think you. To yeah. be honest, I don't think you're a West Coast legend based off how good of a rapper you are. It's that. based off what you do outside of that. Because it's putting out decent to good music, and then what else you do around that? How how you market yourself? Whether you have your own clothes? Whether I mean the features you do on other people's songs? Yeah. That's to me, honestly, that's the biggest way to make it in music now. And then, to and be the, known in music today, yeah. I think you making a feature, making a good feature on a Drake song gets you more known than you dropping an album that's a 10 out of 10 album. Docs. Just because you don't... And you might not even need to think about it. You could just get mentioned and be straight, to be yeah. honest, because that's how Kodak pop. No offense. He, um, he, he, Drake put that, you know, hey, shout out to him. He, he put that on his story. People viewed it, and literally, skirt went platinum like a week later. Literally, that's true. And that's literally. the thing. Like being an East Coast legend is pretty easy, but being an East Coast legend means you're from New York. Yeah. Because being a, a legend, yeah, in the East Coast, yeah. Gucci's not a legend on the East Coast. He's a Atlanta legend. He's a yeah, because Atlanta's not East he's Coast. He's for more of a culture for a genre. Atlanta's trap. Yeah. Basically, Atlanta is music, and Atlanta has solidified themselves away from everybody else. Goes. So it's like Young Thug, legend. But what is he a legend for? The trap sound. He's not a legend overall. You Yet. got Biggie, Jay Z, Nas. Uh, who else? I mean, most most deaf. All of them East Coast legends. Where do they reside? New York. Only person that's a maybe an East Coast legend that's a legend is Soulja Boy. And he's from Chicago. That is valid. And that's how... And, and then, cool is it his man. music that got him there? It's his music. Yeah. Exactly. And then he got up, and then, like you said the other day, he said one of the realest things to you, that he was like, I made viral happen. And he's he right. He did. He made viral. That's true. Because he was popping off that... That song. Everything. Man. Everything. Everything he everything did was good. Everything he did was Not even just Soldier Boy. Kiss Literally. me through the phone. That's facts. FaceTime. Before it was FaceTime. He literally said that. He had you in vapes and bag clothes and freaking And people starting to bring that back it, now. Like, Facts. come on, bro. That's crazy, bro. It is true. Well, back to Atlanta, because I want to talk about one more artist before right. we get into our Drake stuff and the NFL draft later on, which is going to take up a majority of the second hour. I'm excited to talk about that, but I was excited to talk about this because it got brought up before the show, and when we first mentioned it, Samari about lost his mind because <laughs> he thought it was absolutely blasphemous that anyone could ever say it. Yeah, bro. But... Country days. So Wrong. we saw saw this thing. Um, we wanted to talk about it. Is Lil Baby overrated? Like, is that even possible to happen? I don't is even want to true. I want Ryo. Ryo, Ryo, give us your opinion you first. Think, I want let him finish. Yeah. Talking. Ryo, do you think Lil Baby is overrated? Because you know you're not the biggest Lil Baby fan. So I want you to tell me. No, he's you know, not overrated. You don't think he's overrated? No. Okay. Not at all. Okay. So continue. What else do you think? I think he's he's probably next up. You think he's right where he's he needs to be rating wise? Like, is yeah, he, okay. He's putting off for his seat. Like he, he has love. Like so, Drake retires today. You think he's the next Drake? Oh, you can't compare that. I don't that's think you tough. cannot no. compare. That's that. tough. He's not. He's that's not. That's what people were saying. He's, he's not, not diverse he's, enough yet to do thing. that. And that's, that's yes. Drake. Yes. But, but Drake has. But little baby has emotionally scarred though. 
Yes, close friends. True, yeah. Close friends. Yes, I said, yeah. That's a small book. I mean, he gave That's us albums of just, okay, I yeah, understand where you're yeah, coming from, Dre. Yeah, Thank you true. so much for giving me that. He did give us albums. Come on, that's what Take Care is. Literally. The yeah. whole thing, you know. Literally. It's in the title. <laughs> if you got to this part, stay tuned, because we're going to talk about Drake later. Facts. There's, I don't think there's ever going to be another Drake, first of all. I yeah, think his one of a kind. touch and for it's sure. just... And if it is, somebody will get to that level, but know. it won't be the same. I'm going to tell you, right, that guy on that flag behind you is on Drake's butt right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. But and he's marketing way better. It's a different style. You can't see the flag, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Travis Because, like, MJ so. and Prince were both up there. We know who's bigger, but they each yeah. had their own thing. Yeah. As far as Lil Baby goes. I got a question for all person. you guys. Hmm. And you can add, who's bigger, Chris Brown or Drake? Drake. Yeah. To me, mainstream wise, Sadly. you got to think I'm I'm the mainstream okay. white boy from Kansas. I don't yeah, get music as much as everybody yeah, else does. Yeah, yeah. Sadly. If you're like yeah. you listen to these three opinions around you, and then when you get to me, this is I, this is the majority of America. That's my answer. Yeah, no, like, you're not answer. Answer. Yeah, the music. I'm the, I'm I mean, the, what's gotta, the Twitter poll gonna say? <laughs> me, because no. I don't get into music as much as everybody else. You're right. not lying, but th- that's all because of that incident that happened. You know, with Rihanna. That's that. Literally, that one blemish is literally the best R&B singer yeah, of our generation. Sure. I the closest thing that our generation has to Michael Jackson. I hate literally. it. Yeah, literally. I hate it too yeah. because you just you can't talk about him without that incident coming up. Like, I'm not saying we should overshadow. I went on TikTok the other day and somebody said I hit a girl with the Chris Brown one, too. Like, that's so bad. <laughs> and and I don't think we should look that's past terrible. it. Do what? That man did his time. He's, I mean, people grow, people learn. I mean, we got to move past it at some point yeah. where it's not like, hey. and I'm I'm not saying we should never talk about it. I'm saying, can we say his name without it being bringing up once? Hey, I'll Just, say this. Because, bro. look, he brings, I promise you, 10 out of 10. That man, Chris Brown, has a summer anthem for every year. Trust you. Last That's year true. was No Guidance. Yep. No, Go Crazy. year before was No Guidance. The year before that, what was it? He had a song. I think it was Grass, mm-hmm. Grass Ain't Greener. He's going to come with something this I guarantee year. he's yeah. on something <laughs> every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a summer anthem for every year, bro. I want to go last for a little baby. I want y'all to go, and then I want to tell you what I think. Um, okay. I'll go first. No, by no measures. Not I mean, No. I feel like, honestly, and a lot of people don't, like, pay into that or listen to his music for what it's worth. He's been literally transformed himself from a one-dimensional trap artist to an actual artist. As we so already this stated. this is what I would say. I'm going to pick you back off of him because he's, he's right. Okay. But let me give you this. Little Baby's first two albums, can you name it? No. Oh... Uh, First two? Mm-hmm. No, probably not. I don't think Little Baby is overrated, but I think he gets too much credit right now because of my turn. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Can you can you name He's, the first two albums? He was the hottest. I said no. Can you? It was harder than hard. That's what I knew. That's what it I was, was going to say. Hard. I was going to say harder than hard was one of them, but and it was. I didn't want to think. Stop, I will never stop going in. I think. I mean, that's, that's one that not, had Drake. But I can. Yeah. I, but look. But look, most people did not get into that. And I'm going to say that. That was three solid albums, right? Mm-hmm. Then you give a street gossip. And, you like went, and, you, and at that yeah. point, you had to let yourself go. Because before street gossip was the tape with Gunna. Then the tape with Gunna came out. It was like, okay, like, it's not that. Because people were even saying the song with Drake was mid. Yeah, because yeah. they were saying that him and Gunna were both one-dimensional. But that's why they worked so well together, because they created that yeah. dimension. 
But then they went from that same level, and then 2020, I think what you're trying to say is that, like, because you got to think of how good of a year he had, and we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Of like, he was the rapper of the year. There was not a doubt about it. And I think that's why people are saying he's overrated is because we've talked about him too much now. Way too much. Because he's had such a good year, it's hard not to talk about, but you do get to the point where you talk about him too much. Can I pause you right yeah. there? Because if that's the case, I'm going to give you this question, Ashe. If Travis Scott didn't promote himself the way he did over the years and get to where he's at, do you think he would still be considered an A-list celebrity, a, a great artist? It's been, on, it's been on a little bit more. I because, okay, look. I'll be the first one to tell you. You know me. I'm an Al Farrell to the die. Yeah. To the death of me. That still my favorite Travis Scott. But you see how he's still leveled up over the years. Yeah. Lil Baby did the same thing. He's leveled but up they, over the years. However, his career is still young. He's still young. So why is it an issue that he's getting the credit that he deserves? But when Birds of Travis Baby. McKnight came out, everybody lost their mind. Now listen to this. I got a rebuttal. Little Baby has one... Two, three, four, five, six, six albums. Right. Travis Scott has one, two, three, four albums. Mm -hmm. One was a collab album. Travis Scott has three albums. Mm -hmm. One was a mixtape. Yeah. He's allowed himself to have the time to change. That's two different sounds. So you're trying to tell me that it depends on how fast you put it out? That's what's going to create the Because, work? yes, that's the same thing. Because, look, the Migos had culture. They dropped culture, too. Then they went to... The QC tapes, and people were like, bro, you have to stop dropping music. It's too much music. You're dropping too much music. But the it's thing? still sold. They're not worried about how much it comes out. They're worried about the residual factor behind it. Little Baby was getting saturated before Street Gossip, Samari. Mm, well, the I, I can I can agree and disagree. The Little Baby I, dropped Harder Than Hard. I'm not sure. Little Baby dropped Harder Than Hard in 2017. Yeah. That was the first quarter of 2017. Right. Yeah. Little Baby dropped Too Hard in 2017. Little Baby dropped harder than ever in the beginning of summer of 2018. Mm -hmm. Before that, he had that feature run. Right after he dropped... No, actually, he still the had same the year, too. he had the Marlowe tape. Yeah. He had Perfect Timing, which was his first tape. Yeah. Then he had Harder Than Hard, which had My Dog on it. Yeah. Then he had Too Hard, which had Freestyle in the other song. Yeah. All of a sudden. Then after that, he dropped... The year later with Gunna, and then you drop Street Gossip that same year. Tell me that is not too much music in a three in a two year span. That is saturating. But you got to think. Then he stopped. He finally stopped for a year. Gave us maybe three features throughout that. Mm -hmm. You came on my turn. You dropped Whoa, and everybody was like, "Okay, you took time." But that's I'm, the same thing, and that's the same thing that happened to the Migos. They dropped too much to the point that I told I told y'all the other day, they can't drop this year. Because they, they can't drop this year. Mm. I'm telling you, they can't drop I'll this year. I'll be shocked if they don't. Yeah. They're going to. Yeah, for sure. We all know the that. The thing, in, in, to me, it's not too much about oversaturation. I think you have a point there. To me, I think from the mainstream white family in America, Travis Scott is more marketable than Lil Baby is. Exactly. Star. That's where I was getting at. That's Thank why you. I think their, their paths have been different. Because I think Travis's music is can show up in your mom's minivan. And I'm gonna tell you fly. this: Travis was more. I'm gonna say I'm, this might be a hot take for y'all, but Travis was more underdog than Lil Baby was. For sure. I, look, who, look who was in, look who was in Lil Baby's camp. You yeah. got Migos. You got Cardi B. You got Little Yachty. Oh, I'm not saying he's not an underdog. But I mean, then again, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, saying that. Again, you got the things come that they're rapping and singing about. Like it's different. Lil Baby it's way different. different. But Travis has three albums. But three that, parts, that's a, three that's almost a perfect album at that. 
He's, he's, put got out a rodeo. A, he's put out something every single year since he's been out, since 20, 2012, technically. He's talking about Travis? Yes. He's put he out. put out Alf Barrow, which was a mixtape. Yes. Days Before Rodeo, which was a mixtape. Yes. Rodeo, which was an album. The next year, he put out Birds, Birds, which was an album. That was that span, though, right? It was not two albums in one year. That's not my point. He didn't drop an album till my turn. He literally said all those stuff was... That was one year, space. though. That was one year, though. He had one year. You had the space between that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no. I get what you're saying. This is this is all I'm trying to... This is my point to you. If you're going to sit here in my face and try to tell me that a man that put out music every single year in his career, except for one, is not as saturated, what, saturated as a man who's put out... His, his career is smaller, and he's put out... More music for the simple fact that one, he was trying to get up, you know where he came from, and two, he already had this, he already had the sound booming. And look at everybody else being from Atlanta, being now. from Atlanta, being from Georgia. Yeah, we know that my ba- that my dog took him out of the roof. Yeah, for sure. He didn't have to do the young boy method. You don't have to drop an album every couple months because at that point you're done. It was P. And CEO, CEO P and Coach K that was telling him, drop the more music. Because he had the sound that people wanted to hear. He didn't have the sound until, he didn't have the, honestly, he really didn't have the sound until he dropped Freestyle. But that was the same year. That's what I'm saying. He had dropped back to back. Style, you got to stop after that. Why are you he, he dropped back to back. Well, at that point, the, took the winter off, came, came back in the summer and dropped again, and then dropped I'm, again. Well, actually, my, Shit Gossip came do, out in like February 2018, to be real with you. They do that so much because, look, like, honestly, I will blame the management a little I was bit. Like, I see, it seems like a common theme between everybody. Because look at you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Migos did the exact same thing. We're just talking but about Gotti. Gotti did the same thing. And Marlo did too. 2016, Yachty dropped two albums in 2018 and two albums in 2019, and then he didn't drop again till this year. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, sounds like yeah. it's a more of a QC thing to oversaturate their artists than it is the artists themselves. And the only person that they're not doing that to right now is Cardi, Cardi B. B. Yeah. But Thank I mean, God. that speaks for itself. Thank God. That speaks for itself. So my last thing on Lil Baby, and I thought about this last night, and I thought it was kind of a good way to explain it. I, I don't think he's overrated. I don't, I'm not saying he's overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just would have took a different route. What I'm saying is, the, like, this is going to be a weird comparison until I explain it. Lil Baby reminds me of how In-N-Out was when we first went to Cali. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. So, so Lil Baby experience. is extremely good, is solid, and he's really hyped up. And then you try it, you go listen to it, or I, I went... Like, In-N-Out was so hyped up for us when we first went to Cali. Yeah. We went out there and we had it. And it wasn't that it was mid. It yeah. was still really good. It's just like, so it was hyped as a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And it was like a 9 out of 10. So I that's why I think. That. I hate my experience there was trash. <laughs> it was decent. Fair enough. Everybody has their own. Yeah. yeah. So the thing with Baby is that it's not that he's overrated. It's the fact that he's he's right where he needs to be. It's just he's been talked about too much, I feel like. So, so that's kind of where... Where I'm at with it, um, but I mean to keep it rolling. I mean we're pretty much on time. No, we're, we're doing good. pretty we're solid on time. I was just looking. I'm kind of looking at the minutes. I'm kind of looking where we're at, and I'm feeling good. So no, we're great. This is um, I mean, anybody else got anything about Lil Baby and Six Nine and Meek before we move on to our two bigger topics of the night? Lil Baby, I know you're listening to this. Oh, he. I'm will not be. disrespecting you. Oh, I respect. I just would have took a different Woo! route. Hey, boy. I'll tell and you what. <laughs> you definitely were a product of your environment and you did what you had to do. We love it. No hate. He's at a hustler all, all me. Yeah. yeah. 
He's a hustler. Bro, they said on his documentary, they gave him $100. So he flipped it to 1K. 1K, yeah, literally. Like, a man knows his stuff. Man. Yeah. Much respect out of that, man. So, back to Drake. Do a little circle. Come back around to Drake. So, two days ago, uh, it was the anniversary of, if you're reading this, it's too late, six years. February the 13th, six years. Man, that's crazy. I was at my dad's house. I was dinner. I was in bed, but I was waiting at the chat phone. I was refreshing it on my mistake. <laughs> he was waiting. My heart skipped a beat when it dropped. Bro. I bet, bro. You were, it was that night that yeah. it's kind of like Certified Lover Boy. It's that night where everybody was like, is he going to drop? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not. He did it so suddenly. I, I was playing Madden 17, 16, 16, 16. literally. And he dropped playing it. Playing mud. And then yeah, good time. He put a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had put what's he called? He had dropped the Jungles movie with it, the little mm-hmm. mini movie. Yeah, when that he was, was torn up in the red, in the red. Oh, all right, bro. Okay. So with that being the late anniversary of the album, we wanted to talk about Drake's top five albums to you, or what? I mean, just top five Drake albums, either from your perspective or or just overall, what you think they should. No, be. before you guys say this, top five Drake dude, albums. So, what was that little link that we had went to at first? Okay, so when I first, when I was trying to figure out what my top five Drake albums were going to be, because I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know all of Drake's albums off the top of my head, and I don't want to be the guy that makes the top five <laughs> list, and you're like, oh, you forgot Take Care. You're like, well, that's kind of a... That's a personal thing. It's all It's all going to be personal. It's kind of an important you. album, really, if mm-hmm. you're sitting here thinking about it. Yeah. So I wanted to, I, I was just doing some research, and I pulled up... Um, a list that had it ranked from like his top albums to his worst. But it's opinion based. It only had eight. Well, yeah, it always is going to be. It only had eight on there. Mm. And I think it was Insider that did it. So they had, they had Take Care at one. Mm. Uh, Nothing was the same at two. Scorpion was at three. Oh, what? And then Views at four. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late at five. More life at six. Thank me later at seven, and then what a time to be alive at eight. And so this is a little bit older because the new one that just came out in 2020 isn't on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they also forgot another one. Um, the other, the older one that's not Thank Me Later. Um, we just talked about so far gone. So far gone. Yeah, that yeah. One. I was about to say. So that's you... not on there either. Okay. So that's their ratings. I got my list. I'm curious mm-hmm. what y'all's list is before. Uh. Is it got to be in order? Yeah. Okay. One, you can start from the bottom to the top. You can go five to one, one to five. Ooh, that's no, no, whole albums. Oh, you want to talk about all of them? All of them. Well, I did top five. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. Because I don't know music like that. My top five. Um. All right, so I probably, I would say I could agree on number one would be Take Care. I mean, to me, it kind of depends on the feeling, but as a whole, I'm going to be realistic. That would definitely probably be his number one in my opinion. Like he says all the time, it's not necessarily the work of music. It's the memories he put behind it. Yeah, that, that's real. How many like, times do you see that album cover? A for lot. Whether it's memes or a just lot. anywhere. So I'll do Take Care. Second, I would honestly do... It's not really an album per se, but he put out a for digital or not digital, but for streaming last year, he put out Care Package. I would put that as my second personally because a lot of really? those singles have sentimental value to them, just like Take Care does. But I mean, I mean it's a personal thing. Yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah, it's a personal list. Take Care Package is not as I do. I'm curious to see what oh, you put too. For two, I would definitely. Mm, mm, yeah, I put so far gone. 
For sure. And wow. It's that too album, it's just that, different. That, that album was just above its time. For him to come out the gate like that, bro, he had Omarion on that. Like, where was Omarion before that? Not, not to be rude, but, like, he definitely... Did his thing on that interview. Was that the second one? Bria's interlude was crazy. Because he had, uh, what was that? November 18th? Bro. Leaky Lee. The feet, like, oh, bro, the sample to that is just ridiculous, bro. Like, he really, really, he was Atlanta Vegas. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. He was on, bro, every single, um, just channel I went to. I remember being in Georgia at the time, 2009, and it first came out. Literally about a weekend, he was everywhere. And it was just like off the strength. Like, he didn't even stop there because he ended up doing that YMCMB tape. And it just <laughs> kept going, like, kept yeah. going, kept going. Money and money. Like, no, literally. But I honestly wish... Bag. I honestly wish that they would have put all the original songs on So Far Gone. Because the original was, I believe, 21 tracks. And I forgot the last three songs. But it's only 18 on streaming sites. Hmm. But I remember it being longer than what it is. Okay. What's your bottom three? Um, bottom three, I would say views. Views at three? Yeah. Okay. More life and then nothing was the same. More life. Yeah, he didn't get enough respect for what wow. it's worth. He gave he gave No, it aged perfectly because I listened to that. More life song. He, liter- he literally gave us one of the craziest young thug verses ever. Oh yeah. He literally gave us a Kanye a Kanye production and verse, which is coincidentally funny because they're like not cool no more and then outside of that he gave us well one of my favorite artists that i've you know came about georgia smith bro georgia's interlude is beautiful and he just really tapped into a different realm and that it's not really a, like an album it's like a, a like a playlist or a collage or yeah, i forgot how it's he, the playlist yeah it's a playlist, it's playlist yeah playlist, but yeah. he really really did his thing and it has some good memories behind it. i graduated right before like right after that came out so yeah. What you got? I probably got Take Care of Number One. And, but I grew up on it. Well, I ain't grew up on it, but like... It came out when it was... We, like, you know, when I was in middle school and views were like really bumping. So, you know, that was just where the hype was at. You know, it was a different time. And probably what a time to be 30. Those are my top three. What time to be alive was something serious. Those are the bottom two. It's tough. I, I ain't gonna lie. I think I got thank me later, and nothing was you know the same. Yeah, I respect I that. Lie. I ain't gonna lie. I All right, it. I like what you got. So for my top five, I had to take care at one, um, and then I have nothing with the same at two, and uh, then I put views at three. Now, honestly, personally, views is my favorite album by him all time. I love views. I've like since it came out. Like when it came out, everyone's like ah. Like for the first month or two, I feel like this is this is the, it's the standard of music now. Like somebody drops yeah. a, somebody drops an album for the first month or two, and you're like, eh, I mean, it's all right. And then like three months later, we're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard right. in my life. Exactly. Like I said, I just feel like it's just the norm now. So views views personally is one to me, but views I, was to views me, is like I feel like views just captured, bro. Because the night that it dropped, actually, I had um. I was with Samari, bro. Mm-hmm. We had just got Apple Music. Mm-hmm. That's when he had dropped Apple Music. He did a slate. He's like, my album's coming on Apple Music. Me and Samari was like, we're going to get that three months now. Right oh, now. <laughs> hey, yes. shout out Apple, bro. Because yes, I definitely was spotting on y'all. Not going to cap. Yes. And then um, after that, I had went my grandma. We had drove to go get Rael and my uh, cousins up in Topeka. Mm. And um, 
I played it all the way. Well, like, I, I bet, yeah. All the way through, bro. And I just like, that album has the memories. I, it, it literally it rained. Yeah. It just comes the next day it came out, it was on a Friday, obviously. It rained the whole day at school. It was a perfect, perfect setting to listen to that. And Especially I was, that. When did it come out? 2016. 2016, 2016 April, yeah. April 6th. No, it was. I thought it was May. No, it was. It, April, was April? it was like April sixteenth. If that tells you why it's personally to me, that mu- that summer. Oh was, my goodness! Was voiced by That's that been album. Great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. There was some memories. It there was, was right there. April 29th, twenty. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I knew it was in April. And I just remember that. That was crazy, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> views, views personally to me is three, but I know, I know how good those top two albums are. So I'm not gonna take away from that. And then four, I have. If you're reading this, it's too late. And then five, I have. What a time to be alive. I had more life at five, but I just drink well, future. Just, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I just <laughs> and that. That out, it was just it was tough. No, it was That's tough. It was tough, bro. Because I think, honestly, yeah. album-wise, More Life probably is better, but it's just personally, like, What a Time to Be Alive is just... No, I'm, I'm a future fan. I'm a future stand. I'm not a future fan. I'm a future stand, bro. There's a difference. I'm a future uh, stand. There's not one thing he's put out that I don't yeah. enjoy. So I think album I'm, first came I, out, I, I agree. Which one? What a time, time to be alive came out. Oh, what a time. At the whole scene. Bro, turn bro, bro, literally, like, I came back. I'll give you a quick story about what a time to be alive. It came out the week before I came back my sophomore year. Or no, junior year. Um, Came back from Georgia after being gone for a year. And we have an in-state rivalry game between Manhattan. And they played Jumpman 27 times. Mm. I literally counted 27 times. Wow. And we won by a field goal. Shout out to the 16-17 <laughs> like, I was just talking about that, that with Charles the other day. Like, that was like the only like song. Because we had like this pre-made playlist. It was like Eminem and 2 Chains. Literally. Something like that. And that was the only song that was different on hey, that. Yeah. They was and they played out. the instrumental. Yeah. It was the, the, oh. it was the one with the hook and the instrumental. They running out. And yeah, you, you waited for a future gentleman, gentleman, gentleman. That's none of that. None of that. None of that. <laughs> you, yeah, only, you only had Nick's voice on it because it was marketing. Um, so <laughs> that's fantastic. But uh, my uh, my my number one is going to be take care. I think that's just, it's just. But honestly, the sentimental value to that is like that was like him. He's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. Travis was Travis is taking his. If you're now. a true fan of the game, you can't not like Drake. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. like, if you're a fan of music, he has to be in your top five. Yeah. If you're like, I don't like Drake, then I'm like, you don't love music. music. Yeah. So yeah, that's I agree. That's but, tough. Yeah. Whenever he dropped that, that was just thing. And I had got like I think it was my birthday. I got some money, and that was like the first CD I ever bought. I bought that CD really? in a graffiti by was Chris the, Brown. Was the explicit? Or? Yeah. Yeah, we grown, bro. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he was in Walmart. Yeah, well, oh, it was valid. the best Valid. Hey, yo, valid. I, I, bought the, I bought the clean version from Walmart because I was like, it was the time where I didn't have a radio. Mm-hmm. Or it's not, it's not Take Care. It was, I ha- it was 2014 Four Hills Drive when it came out. Because oh. my radio had broke and I didn't have an aux cord. So I was like, Tough. I was like, I just need to listen to this album. I was at Walmart. I was like, it's the clean version. But I was like, you know what? I Whatever. I know, I'll fill it in my head. <laughs> yeah. But I had um I had got it and like those are my top two. Like I love Drake, but I love Chris Brown, so I had to get that graffiti. I think it was graffiti or it was the one with like the purple suit or whatever. I don't know. But um Oh, you talking about uh oh 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 that's it's a gonna, great now album. it's gonna blow me. Like I can't Yeah, that's a great here. album. He had all the bangers on that too. Baseline was on it. Was that you talking about? 
I forget. Am I oh my goodness. Am I tripping? Was baseline on that? Fortune. Yeah. Fortune. That's the one where I don't want to go there. And baseline was on that. That was my jam. Well, I had I had Chris Brown graffiti. I had Fame and I had Fortune all on CD, bro. I had this little boombox. Oh man, I think it was crazy, boy. I think I played out, especially when uh when uh <laughs> like it was big to like copy songs and put it on a disc. And Wiz Khalifa had dropped Black and Yellow. Oh. Bro, I played Black and Yellow out. My oh, boy. Yeah. I was in that room with my little brother talking about some Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow, hey. Black and Yellow. I have a deep hey. connection to Wiz Khalifa, too. Um, but, no. Fake Year is my number one. Especially, like, now when I grew up and I actually got deeper mm-hmm. into music like I am now, man. Like, when you look at how he set it up, bro. You put Kendrick Lamar on the interlude? On Tough. the interlude? Tough. The weekend? Ugh. Marvin's room? Take care. Crew love? Mm-hmm. Headlines? Yo. Headlines. All the way down to Marvin's room. <laughs> then you go to Kendrick. Then you go to Underground Kings, right? You go to We'll Be Fine. Make Me Proud with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is one of her best verse right there. Yeah. You go to Lord Knows. Lord knows, because it's your first night here. Oh, man. Bro, I got to listen to after this. And see, and that's the thing that I and love. this girl right here, who knows what Is that your favorite? at all. Is that your favorite Drake album of all time? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. And see, and that's what, for me, and I think that's what shows you how good that album is, is that even for the people that it's not their favorite Drake album of all time, you're like, you can't not put that at one. Like, bro, it's too good put, to not It's a great body of work, bro. That's the thing. He put it was, it it's the only album he put out when he had curls. Like, it speaks for itself, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Cameras and good ones, bro. Yeah. Cameras and good ones. Tough. Then the doing it wrong. And you put Lil Wayne and Three Stacks on the same song? song? Yeah. yeah. Voluntarily. It was just like It was just like, yeah, bro, I did that so what? <laughs> Because when he went to do the post post the uh, post album interview, he was just like, like I'm honestly really. surprised that it came out to be the way that it did. No, you weren't. No, no. You masterminded that. Don't Literally, lie. like, stop. <laughs> you lied. And then we got you Heck know, Yeah, Freaking just... Right, which were like the, uh, one of the songs. Uh, oh, my goodness, bro. The motto. Oh, my God. Yeah, you want to talk about a song that I played out, boy. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was on <laughs> that do, do, do. song crazy, bro. Man, bro. Top of money quote, bro. Yes. <laughs> we're listening to that after this, too. <laughs> <It> <laughs> After that, my two is uh, nothing was the same. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think my memory from that is just, I was with him. Yes, sir. It, it was listening. He like, what shot to the kidney? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would do now, that every all the time. time I heard that song. That, that song is kind of like a memory because of me Worst and him. behavior. And then, I like, I heard, I think that single had came out with uh, him and 2 Chains and Big Sean. And I did it right. All me was anger. He did that another chess move because he dropped that as a single, but he put it as like a bonus track. But it was already platinum before he dropped the album. Samari had a Samari had a a little phone before me, and like before Samari would go to sleep, he had he put it on the charger, and like it was like right there by our little table, like when we had it in the apartment. Bruh, Samari had Facebook. I didn't have Facebook on my phone. My phone had, like, one of the things where it was, like, too much space or whatever. I went and took Samari's phone, got this picture of Drake with the swag, with the with the, with the with the snapback on, nothing was the same shirt, made it my cover on Facebook. He was like this. I was like, oh, yeah, bro, look fine, bro, look fine. Uh, <laughs> with no, the Tims? Yeah. Uh, 
cannot. Are you moving on? To the you next had, you had like three saying. t-shirts that year too. Yeah, I had yeah. like three shirts. I had the the the, the baby Drake shirt. Yeah. I did nothing with the same shirt. I was a big Drake fan, bro. I feel like the biggest. Pac-Sun was We popping. cannot talk <laughs> about that album without mentioning Pound Cake at least once. The greatest Drake song ever made to me. Yeah. To me. It's one of the greatest songs ever made, bro. Yeah. That, that thing is a bro, masterpiece. The beginning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money began and gone tomorrow. And then just. No. What, what did Drake say, bro? What did Drake say, bro? In the end? The, the contract uh, looked like 90, 94 Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Sleep. I'm going to sleep. I, can't, they, I swear they boosted my ego. They got me look like Michael Soprino. <laughs> people can't. don't even know who Michael Soprino he is. Came. That's the CEO <laughs> of Ticketmaster. Yeah, he came what? back and was like, yeah, y'all thought I wasn't lyrical. I was ghostwriting. Okay. And that was literally, and that's what's crazy. We watched the, uh, me and Shay have watched the, um, what you call it? The release party or whatever on BET, one of the last live events they ever did. Mm-hmm. Literally on 106 no, and God. Park. And he literally was just like, I don't even want to talk about myself. This just goes to show how humble and how like what much of a beast he was. Because I'm, I'm already knowing at this time he was already working on the next project, which was, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. But he literally just promoted his artist, which was Party Next Door, and the big Party Next Door fan. And that's all he wanted to talk about. Yeah. He said minimal things about the album. Those three came out in succession, didn't they? For what? his album was? Yeah. Was Take Care, uh, Nothing Was the Same, and If You're Reading This Too Late. Yeah. Was it? Like those, he yeah, didn't have any other albums yeah. in there, right? Yeah. You want to talk about a stretch of three albums, man? It was, like, uh, it was 2011, 2013, 2016. Wow, like, people don't get that. Like that, that, that Take Care album is it, bro. It's probably the like, greatest. It's so hard. It still has albums. great replay value 10 years later. That's true. That's facts. That's a thing, though. Because, bro, he said, what did Drake say, bro? Like, you started off Pound Cake with Jimmy Smith. People don't know who that is. At all. That is one of the best jazz, like, makers ever. You know, AR and AR yeah. And you talking about Good God Almighty. <laughs> like hey, OVO forty definitely did his thing trying to trying to fix oh, that yeah. up. Forty's goaded, bro. Because like yeah, man, he don't work with much other people. Yeah. But like it's probably the greatest. Like I said, I don't think there's any artist that's dropped like three albums like that. I saw like know. MJ probably. Like I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just, there's a there's a handful of them for sure. They're I would all say. tens just. Three. Like, bro, look at this stretch of lyric that this man Drake just went on, bro. Hey, like, there's a hand. Like, I should be less. Like, Lil I should Wayne. be. Like, Lil Wayne did it. Like, I should be just different. Stretch. Like, Fair I should enough, be less yeah. aggressive and pessimistic. Like, I should be, I don't know, nervous and dismissive. Uh, what did he say? Dismissive. Like, I don't know. I'll be on my best behavior and talk, not talk my mess. Mm. And then keeps going. Just keep talking his mess. Bro, just throw a pound cake. Is that what you're talking yes, about? Yes, bro. Like that did. ending of that song is just amazing, and, bro. And to stretch past that, like outside of just what that's how good that song is, and the replayability of it, the the ciphers and stuff that we got off that beat alone yeah. was because the freestyle of that beat already. It's like, but that's why when we talk, I tell you that Born Sinner is my favorite J Cole album because. He talks his mess on there, bro. Yeah, and yeah, like, and yeah. Drake bro. came on that oh, track and said, man. "Yeah, uh, look, f all that happy to be here stuff. I'm not happy. I'm at the top, and I'm still not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all, I got bars. Literally, and mm-hmm. came on and said, "I'm the big homie. Y'all still be trying to low bro me. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's crazy, man. 
like I should fall in line. Like I shouldn't alert people. Like I'm the star. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Wayne's prodigy, but I'm about to be bigger than Wayne. And he's proven that. Like, like come on, bro. Literally. Like you can't. That album was amazing, bro. He, he's he's literally, all all three of those. He's literally been popping since 2009, and it is 2021. Yep. It's no stop. It's no shortage. No literally around. has the greatest billboard stretch. The greatest billboard. What would you call that collection? Not even collection. Like, like I can't. I don't even. It's 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 literally statistically. In, it's literally in his own name. Whatever he wants to call it is what it will be called. Yeah, billboard's gonna name an award after that man. Like literally, I would not. I mean, we talked to Buddy from. <laughs> we talked to Buddy from Toronto, and they were like, "Bro, like this is this is his city. Like he got the city on a lot. Like you you get to the point where you're like, bro, Meek Mill can't come into Toronto." But to get into Toronto, you got to ask for Drake's permission. Literally. That's crazy. The baby got cleared to go into Toronto because of Drake. Literally. That's so insane, bro. That's crazy. And it's just the overall You're politics, but you're not politics. Yeah. Yeah, he does have the key to, like, the the city, let alone... Does he have his own day up there yet? No, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure. sure. So he should. And then Wu-Tang Forever was it. Ridiculous. Worst behavior was it. The language was it. The language with Young Doug hopping on it was it. The second we thought about it, we were just like, put the hood on, tie the strings down. That meant Doug oh went God. crazy. My three. Metro did not have to do that. My three would probably be. Uh, oh, wow. We're still doing that. Wow. I'm sorry. Right? I'm so excited. We're right still now. on time. I'm chilling. His, we're brain, fine. his brain just My three would probably be views. I love that album. So it's just much. yeah, I think that 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 summer's in a loop, bro. Because that's when Diamond was big into Drake at that time. Oh, she always been big Drake. But like, I heard it from her, and I was just like, yo, like he's really like he's. I didn't know like Diamond was really into him, so I was like, bro, he grabbed my cousin's attention. Like he's in there, bro. Yeah, for and sure. then for sure, for sure. It's just a stretch of like, like you look at all the songs on Views, and like. Whereas there's nothing bad here, like Grammys especially did not get enough attention. <laughs> especially did not. I, oh my goodness, that's my favorite. Yeah. it's easy. Yeah. My favorite. The stretch from, from still like, here to yeah. pop style yeah. is. Just, I knew because this is when Diamond bought the album on still, CD. I was like, play that song. <laughs> still here, <laughs> Controller, One Dance, Grammys, Child's Play, and pop style. But back, Grammys, back, bro, back, back, that's back. a six song. Grammys stretch. was <laughs> Grammys was sicko mode before sicko mode. Yeah, facts. I was on my way to Oklahoma. Bro, what? Man, I never he went crazy. I was, I was, no, crazy he man. dropped. He put that song after already going dumb on track thirteen. I'm not even gonna say the name of track thirteen because y'all already know what it is or y'all should know. But I'm not even gonna explicitly label that off. Just know that 13, 14, 15 stretch. Was something serious to end up to end to end the album, like yeah. that was not the meat of the bur- the, the burger. That was not the the oh I'm gonna put this at six seven eight no. It's the the way that he did it was weird because you go from one dance and you go to control from controller to one dance, then you go to thirteen at Grammys. Then you go to Child's Play, yeah. which was probably one of the biggest yes, songs on there. Especially after you remade. Child's Play was yeah. so crazy. Too Good with Rihanna. Well, yeah, then you had Pop Style, and then he did the Kanye remix with... Or, no, no, it was The Throne. Yeah. yeah. He was on it, too. Yeah. yeah. 
That was insanity. Yeah. Summer's Over interlude is probably one of the best interludes of all time. And then you get the Fire and Desire after that. Oh yeah. my goodness. Fire and Desire. Hey, bro, you was going back to back to back. No, I was going to use, We're not even asking that question on the airwaves. Bro, <laughs> um, it's all business. Like I'm sitting in first class on a plane. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. When I first listened to that, like I said, it was it was raining. It was, it was my junior year, spring break, lit. But, bro, I literally... Was so fond of nine, nine, oh, six geez. upside yeah, down. Yeah, it's a nine, nine now. Yeah. That yeah. was so crazy to me. Like, <laughs> like that now was, you think about it, it's probably so out of all the bars he said, it's probably like a mediocre bar. Yeah, I mean, he just dropped and said, "My mind inspires itself, and it runs by itself like Tesla." Like ninth now to that, it's yeah. kind of mediocre, but yeah. then it probably had me like, bro, well, really what? Running back, <laughs> but um, how I bleed, dude. Hey, yeah, then you can't really it. He put that on, but he, but that's the thing though, because the summer before is when Apple Music really had started popping off. He had his whole, uh, he was one of the first people to have a radio show, which is the OVO Sound. We would definitely tune in every every Saturday, but outside of that, he dropped. All these singles, put them on there as additives just to make it that much better. Like it was just a critical. What were you gonna say? Critical, critical business move. You you were gonna say you can't forget. Um, I honestly I don't even remember. What I was like, like, yeah, you can't forget about Highline Bling because that was the one that that took the charts over. To I just happy that album. Yeah. I'm just happy that that album. <laughs> Like, Meek didn't influence that album. Because Scorpio is a good album to me, yeah, but, but he, Scorpio was so, like, pushy-driven. Yeah. Like, you had to, you had your album, and don't get me wrong, before he dropped that album, it kind of, it possibly could have been a top three album, but push, a, push that man to go talk about his son on March 16th, that it's like, wait, is it March 16th? Let me get, I mean, let me see who's correct. Let me make, make, sure you, make sure we looking right now. Is it March? No, March fourteenth. My bad. Mm-hmm. My bad, Adonis. Mm-hmm. You still a Pisces? It's the, it's the one. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you pushed him to do that, and it's like, right. like I wasn't hiding the world from my kid, or I was with, I was hiding my, my kid, kid from the world. world. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a weak bar. I don't know. <laughs> like you, you could have came harder than that. Oh, 100 percent. You yeah. put God's plan on there, and you went double platinum because that was already almost going diamond. Literally by its by I mean, its yeah. within a yeah. It was like weeks, two couple, weeks. Couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's his biggest song today. Oh, 100 percent. That's his biggest song no today. Doubt. Which is crazy to think because I mean, mm-hmm. look at his discography. Like I'm upset. <laughs> like, you can just look at so, I'm upset. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm upset is probably one of Drake's worst songs. To be real. I'm upset. And it's still good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but it's probably... You look at it, bro. He set the standard too high for, himself, like for his own now. self. He but dropped... They dropped the Adonis Freestar thingy. He dropped Duppy. They dropped the other Freestar or whatever. And then he dropped I'm Upset. It's just such a... Man, I'm smoke. upset. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Not my neck and getting yeah, I just... The whole thing of it just... I did not... But, like, I'm not going to lie. Survival is a good intro. Yeah. Survival. That was a good intro. I'm not going to lie. It just, and then like, I can tell he was frustrated because the way he did it. I don't like Talk Up. I like Talk Up because Jay-Z's on there, Jay-Z's pop. But like, when you listen to Talk Up, DJ Paul really made me mad with that beat because all you hear is DJ Paul. 
<laughs> yeah. Every he, couple he, minutes, you DJ Paul. Yo, it was DJ that, Paul. We heard it the first. And then Drake's time, like, bro. a lot of sixes <laughs> up in here. A lot of sixes up in here. DJ Paul. All right, bro. <laughs> That's enough. Literally. You got enough. <sighs> DJ Paul. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all over the track, bro. I'm like, bro, you could have got this clarity guy from something else. You could have just left that one in the ball. Can't think a joke is right. Can't Can't think a joke is nice, but Scorpio's probably gonna be. Mm, yeah, more life is probably gonna be four for me. Oh no, more life was really good. Like it, it aged well. I told you, it was another one that was like when it came out, people were like, "Yeah, not really." Because we were still talking it. about gigs and Skepta's verses. Yeah, know, and, and Drake they went the dumb. And then they were trying to. They were that was like whenever they were like, "Oh, Drake's trying to take X's style." Yeah, bro. What if anything? X got his style from him. I don't care. Well, half of the career, half of the rap scene is taking the Migos style, and we haven't took him for that. <laughs> you can't <laughs> for that. Everyone, but, uh, yeah, there's yeah. no possible yeah. way that we can have as as many artists and as much music as we have without somebody sounding a little bit like somebody else somewhere along the way. Yeah, like it's literally impossible. There's only so many styles you can make music in. It's just a matter of for like, one like, song to sound a little bit like another, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's the same real. thing with songs. Especially if it blows up. You can't yeah. have a one of one song title forever. You know how many somebody else is armed and dangerous there was last year, <laughs> let alone. Come on, bro. I don't know, bro. A lot of people die. And that yeah. album is so good because, like, it goes from rap, then he brings that tropical vibe. <laughs> and Blim is one of my favorite Drake songs you of all time. You still don't Life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blim is one of my favorite Drake songs yeah, of all time because I like that. Yeah. Honestly, he should have put Wiz Kip on that. Yeah, he should have, to be real. And then you put, I put Scorpio at five, but... Okay. Scorpio just was rushed. Honestly, take Scorpio out of the five. I'll put it so far gone up there. Yeah, yeah. Scorpion was rushed. Like you, like bro, you could have sat on that. Facts. You could have did. And then, like, bro, you could tell how mad he was. Go ahead, Sam. More with that. I just thought he could do way more with it. It was so unfinished, and yeah. it still was good. Still, arguably a top five album. Literally, just like, come on, bro. Come on. Bro. The biggest comment we have about that album is it was rushed, but we're still talking about it in a top five list. Mm-hmm. That's sad. how good could it have been? <laughs> That's my question. But look, That's but, what's scary. Bro, Read the read the note that he put. That's how you know he was mad when he made this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate when Drake raps. Drake sings too much. Drake is a pop artist. Drake doesn't even write his own songs. Drake took an L. Drake didn't stand. Drake Drake didn't start from the bottom. Drake is finished. Keeps going on. Drake, everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Imagine if he would have taken this time and made that the best album with that note on there, and that album that would have been it. Picture perfect. No, nah, because then you wouldn't have made no more music. He'd be like, "All right, y'all too selfish. I'm not coming out with nothing." Maybe. But hey, as you should. Hey, go ahead, man. Because I mean, he, he went. He That's went on tour after that. that for him. Like and, the full album. What 2018? No, mm-hmm. it was late 2018. But yeah, then he gave us the Darkling, the Darkling mm-hmm. demo tapes. Yeah, and a single here and there, probably. Definitely a <laughs> couple features here and there too, like the one with uh, Kid Blue he just did. Durkio. yeah. I mean, he's always gonna give features out, but well, he's had that video is hard. Is that his laughed out cry later? Is that his song? Yeah. Yes, okay, that's what I thought. With feet, Durk. Because that's the that's the leading single into this. Honestly, bro, that video with hard. the name like Certified Lover Boy, you can give us a couple anthems, but I'm gonna need a 
I'm really gonna need an R&B album for me with that name, bro. Yeah, you're not wrong. And then you can give me whatever you want to give me. Facts. Like so if it drops into the next week, it. I don't even care. Just Drake's <laughs> album. But Drake <laughs> album. Understand where you're coming from. If you if you look at it, Drake albums always start with a hardcore rapping intro, a better hardcore rapping outro. And it's like a barrage of stuff in the music. In yeah, the it's just a great sandwich to this digest. Everything, to. like from "What a Time to Be yeah. Alive," it's thirty for thirty, pure greatness. Yeah. Views has got views. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the ending? The ride? No, not the ride. What is the ending of "Take Care"? I mean, no. We got pound it cake. Is, it is. Pound cake five. was ending for nothing was the same. Am I tripping? Yeah. Is, it it was. Ending? What's tough because yeah, it's a ride. Yeah, yeah. With, with weekend. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's Wheezy. No, no, it's by itself. The ride. Yeah, it had the weekend on it. It might be. It might be a uh, what is the thing? Because Drake's good at that. Yeah, unnamed features. Yeah, like yeah. it had the weekend. Because Party Next all his albums. That just yeah, is crazy. crazy. You don't. You don't have like they're just uncredited features. Like they're featured on there for vocals, and that's it. Yeah. And, I, and now that he has like a, I think that's what he does to his advantage. Because like I always get mad at Drake because he's not the best person whenever it comes to like giving them their respect. Yeah. And the people he has a good team at OVO. Like he has Division, Party Next Door, Majid. He has Plaza. The Weekend. Like, no, the Weekend's not on him. He's not on OVO. Mm-hmm. He's not. Nah, was he at one point? He's, he's at, yeah. yeah. He's at that so, point, was he? Yeah. When Take Care came out? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... That's but, where that came from. That's facts. That's but facts. The, weekend, the Weekend, like, that's why they've been having beefs up to this point. Like, that's why, like, I guess The Weekend felt like he was trying to hold him back. And, yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, can you blame Drake? If that truly was what he was doing, can you blame him? Look how big the weekend. That's what he does, though. You know, he hops on songs and he sucks up all that juice. That, yeah, that's I mean, what he the, does. That's the weekend. That's what Kanye does. You know, it's just what that's what like. When you're at that level. That's all you. Yeah, because Kanye definitely tried to swindle that man. Uh, two chains at one point. I remember uh, that. Yeah. I remember that. The you want to go with our two little topics and then our two little topics and go straight well, We can just go to the NFL and then if we got time you want to close out. Though. Yeah. So, so, I mean, obviously when it comes to Drake, there's, I mean, as an ending statement, just top greatness. five. Yeah. I mean, pure, unadulterated greatness. <laughs> like, but the thing about it is people still to this day say that he doesn't have the it album. I how if take care is not an it album, what is? I think Earth Body said it. Earth Body said it that Drake doesn't. Drake, I almost got into an argument. Me being the Travis stand that I am, I was yeah. like, they were like Earth. They were like Drake doesn't have his it album, his golden album, the album, but Travis does. I was like, I don't know. Take care. I was like, would you put Take Care Above Astroworld all time? Yeah. Not personally, like music. Yes. Your unbiased yeah. opinion. Yeah. Would yes. you? Okay. Well, I, I think it has a oh, chance to age. Stop it. You're debating you way too much, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I have to stop you right there if you really no, try to like. No, because you got to think about like Take Care. Is, I mean, Astroworld is crazy. Bro. From my limbs, I think there's a, there is a chance that it outages Take Care. That no. By the time. Like, no, no, like Take Care. No. I don't know. No, like, y'all. This is, this is, this is a piece of our generation, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, 
<laughs> levels. You just peek somebody's. Yeah, I'm sorry in advance, but like this is blasphemous. I'm not gonna let you do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you gotta think about it though. You got Tame Impala, Tori Moyo, Wonder Girl. Like you got a, a production of people on there that's going crazy. Juice World, Sheck West. Like the young ones was on this album. Like I understand where you're coming from. I understand. I understand. No, I'm not trying to take it from. Bro, hold on. All I'm gonna say is, how many of those people do you think realistically people know besides Juice World? Let's be real. I'm talking about for myself. He said for me. Oh, you did. I didn't hear you say. I I could have sworn you said unbiased opinion. Well, yeah, I want both. A and R, Sycamore, Sycamore, Sycamore. We know. I don't even trust me. We know. I don't. We're musical (laughs) moguls in this, but like. Most people don't even know who Wonder Girl is and what That's she true. represents. That's so, the truth. Let that me is the truth. David Shelton, David LaPelle, the person who made. My bad, you can't. No, you, you can, I can still, yeah, your yeah, levels yeah, are yeah. popping. The person who made Kanye's cover arts mm-hmm. made this. Made that cover art? <laughs> yes. I mean, it is a work of art, if you, especially the explicit version is something else. But <laughs> that was a little bit too. I mean, you got Frank Ocean on a song. It's pure greatness all the way around. Travis like, Strait. Outside, outside of the features, there's a lot that went behind I'm the I'm a production scenes. guy, though. Yeah, there's a lot that went behind the scenes. I right? just think that the, the thing that makes it hard is that you put Kendrick Lamar on that album on Take Care. Mm-hmm. And he had like, his own role. But I'm going to be real with you. I, like, <laughs> I personally love Frank Ocean more than I like Kendrick Lamar, so... Yeah. I respect that's, that. That's a, that's a, yeah. I could agree. I mean. Depends. So, moving into the next topic. It does. Yeah, let's move. We're going from one section of greatness to the other because we're moving, talking about Drake and Travis and top five albums of all time. And now we're going to talk about two of the, they are two of the three most highly rated quarterbacks to ever come out of high school into the college game. Speaking of Travis. In this NFL draft. He was supposed to. So, <laughs> so obviously, I want to I want to talk about the top ten. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the big topic of the top ten yes, is your your battle for who's going to be the number one QB off the board, and not really who's going to be the number two QB off the board. Yeah, say, the, the number one answer is obvious. Is it should be himself. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Now, when I say, should I mean be. Trevor Lawrence coming out of high school when he when he committed to Clemson. Was a point nine 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 rating on twenty four seven sports. The only QB to ever achieve a rating higher than that, which is just a pure one, is Vince Young. And, and he was a college. Freak. He was a freak. At yeah. Texas. Yeah. There's only five guys to ever gra- grab that pure one rating, and it was Jadavion Clowney, Robert Kimdichi, Rashawn Gary, Vince Young, and Ernie Sims. Now, out of that list, I know five guys. I've never heard of Ernie Sims before. He went to Florida State. He was an inside linebacker. Oh. Vince Young, obviously, you can't list, you can't yeah. watch college football Come without on, knowing no. who that is. Uh, Rashawn Gary plays for the Packers. I thought Robert Kendichi was going to be the greatest defensive end to ever touch a football field, and he's he just got cut by the Cardinals. The last Cardinals, week. yeah, I seen that. And then Jadavion Clowney, who's solid but nowhere near as good as he should be. Justin Dude, Fields comes down at the .998 rating, and then you have a guy Zach Wilson who's competing with him, who was at a point eight five. I don't think that's a competition. I don't think I agree with nine nine eight for Justin Fields. Me either. Especially with him coming out of Kennesaw. Yeah, he's coming out that, of Kennesaw. Harrison. He literally twenty eighteen same years Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Too. 
And Trevor Lawrence got a point nine nine nine, and Trevor and Justin Fields got a point nine 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 eight. Did they I mean, play against each other? Because Lawrence, yeah, they did. Lawrenceville and like Atlanta's right here. Lawrenceville is right over here. It's, it's, right on the corner. Right over here. it's yeah. Cartersville and Harrison's too. I Cartersville. Oh yeah, but was, if what is Cartersville up north? Yeah. They did play each other because I remember watching a doc about it, and they they said their high school sports rivalry carried into college, and oh, now it's about to carry into the league too. Yeah. Did they put it on QB one? I wonder if they put it on. Nah, no, it wasn't their game. No, it wasn't their game. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was about to say. I mean, you look at the tape of him at in, in high school, and he still was a freak. I honestly feel like this about Justin, and this is honestly the reason why he transferred after his first year. He's literally. So self-content with what he is as being an athlete and being a leader. He's not uncoachable. He's very athletic. But the main thing that I like about him, bro, he has that dog in him. He, he does. want that leadership capability. And, but that it factor is what he has. And he's going to definitely bring that to whatever team drops him. So let's agree that Trevor Lawrence is one. And there shouldn't be a debate about it. The Jacksonville should have already have called and so, him. And so, Urban Morris says, I want my player to ask out it. Yes, sir. And fair enough. <laughs> I think Justin Fields has a ceiling to be just as good as Trevor Lawrence. I'll give him that. Oh. The only thing that I don't like about Justin Fields, and I don't like about Zach Wilson, they both do it. And the thing that scares me is that Justin Fields did it in both of these last yeah. two playoff games. I know what you're going to say. He stares his receivers down. Like yeah, he, he, he snaps the ball. And, like, so say, like, I mean, when you come out and you got five wide receivers running a pattern – there's one guy that's supposed to be your guy. Like, that's your main target, your primary read. When he comes out, like, he'll snap the ball, and he looks at that primary read, and since he has such good athletes on his team, he just waits for him to get open instead of going through his progressions. And Zach Wilson did that a lot at BYU, too. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's an easy problem to fix, especially being as coachable as he is, because like you said, he's very easy to work with. Both of them are. I don't think there's a guy in this draft where I'm like, I don't know because of his personal reasons. Oh, yeah, T.J. You know in the top ten. Trevor Lawrence, though. He's going to look like that. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is a, Yeah, you're not wrong. He is going to look like Tom Brady. Hey, but he, he's looking like this right now. Out of college, yeah. I mean, High five Trevor Lawrence is one. There's not a doubt about that. I don't think there should be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't because it's the NFL draft. It's sports. Nothing is guaranteed. Expect the unexpected. All this, Any cliche saying you want, you can have. It's there. So at two, you have the Jets. Robert Salah just got hired as the new defensive, the new head coach there. Fantastic mm-hmm. defensive coach. Comes into a great defense already. You have Sam Darnold there. What do you think the plan is at two? That's the question. Because they could go QB. They could go wide receiver if they really wanted to. Like, if you believe Sam Darnold's the guy, we what could was, see Devontae Smith. Wait, 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 wait. What? Again? The Jets. That's what I thought. Okay, I thought the Jets. I was so, so the Jets are kind of a curious spot. But because... With, I don't even see, like, the thing about it, when we were talking about it earlier, is, like, Jalen Waddle still has injury, like, scares right yeah. now. People are talking about that you add Kyle Pitts to the question that those are the four best catch, best pass catchers. Everybody has a different opinion. Devonta Smith obviously had his great year in college and won the Heisman, whatever. Jamar Chase is supposed to be the number one wide receiver coming in this year, but he struggled because LSU struggled. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jalen Waddle who are saying – People, he would have been the Heisman winner if he didn't get hurt midseason. Because you look at his numbers before he got yeah, hurt. Yeah, he was going. He nuts. had better numbers than Devonta Smith did. Devonta just filled in for his role and went stupid. And then you have Kyle Pitts, who missed a couple games here and there, but at six six is an absolute matchup nightmare. 
And this mock draft has him at five, five. to yeah. Cincinnati. Uh, because he got concussed by a Georgia player. Yeah, that's Georgia. The, Georgia tried to take my man out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's there's no doubt about that because yeah. that was nasty. It's it's ridiculous, is what it was. So at two, so the problem with the Jets is that there's a lot of uncertainty because they don't know if Sam Donald's the guy. Because you gotta remember 2018, they were saying Sam Donald's the next Andrew Luck. Well, that now Justin true. Fields is. Is I think Sam Donald's main problem has been Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see. That's the thing. I had seen a hot take this morning actually from a Pats fan, mm-hmm. and they were talking about doing a two uh, uh, a private deal is what they try and like say, and it was basically off the strength that they would try and get Sam Donald to New England, mm-hmm. bring in Justin Fields. They'll have the extra. Uh, like pick, I guess, like yeah. second round pick, second round pick, probably, and they would try and get a receiver. The Jets would with the second round. Yeah. That's not a bad option. It's not. I mean, I don't I think, think that's a fair got, trade. You got to do something on the roster. You got to do something with Sam Donald <laughs> because I think I still think Sam Donald can be a franchise QB. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't bet on it. No, if someone's yeah, like sure. bet on it. I'm like nah. Send I'm him good. to Denver if he, if he lands in the right spot, or even I think if he stays in New York, I think he's got a shot. The kid was talented coming out oh, of yeah, USC for, sure. for a sure. reason. He was the number two overall pick for a reason. And I think he's been stuck with an idiot head coach for three years. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that doesn't lose me a job opportunity. What did, what did, he, get? What did he get? What was the Whenever they showed him the Monday night game and they put his stick in his mouth. <laughs> he had mono. <laughs> a mono boy. And he was seeing ghosts, too, on defense. Just like his head coach was in his opening presser. Adam Gase yeah. is an idiot. Yeah, That's he's, bottom he's, line. He's terrible. Hopefully I don't lose the job by saying no, that. No, he's terrible. But, I'm going to be really cute. Um, <laughs> well, they also drafted Makai Becton last year. Yeah, he was a great that. tackle. He's a great tackle. He's developing still a little bit, but I think he's going to be he's a, a very, very solid piece coming mm-hmm. forward. Best tackle on the board is going to be there, too. Penny Sewell is there on Oregon. He's another guy that's an absolute freak. Animal. He's a freak. Now, to me, the right play at two, just coming off the top of my head right now, I think you take Sewell at two, you let it ride with Donald for a year just to see what will happen. Because, like I said, I think he's still A lot of you. people play better under pressure as His well. His contract's up after this year. Mm-hmm. You let him walk after the year, you draft a quarter. Worst case scenario, you draft a QB next year. But now you have two superstar tackles, and you mm-hmm. get a wide receiver in the second round. You have Brashad Perriman, Jamison Crowder, and you have the receiver you take in the second round, and two superstar tackles to anchor an offensive line. Because that's what happens. That's been the problem in Cleveland for years, years now. Years, yeah. Is that, hey, we got a new QB. We took him one overall. Guess what? Well, he's going to get hit 30 times a game because Joe Thomas is the only good offensive lineman we have. And he's yeah, old. Sure. Or you could go the other route if you're like, man, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Kyle Pitts, whatever, whoever you want to say is this guy's a game changer. I'm intrigued to see where Jamar goes, though. Yeah, he is honest. a game changing receiver. I'm going to get him at two. So then. I mean, look at, bro, now you think about it, that team, the LSU team, mm-hmm. with Justin Jefferson, so much Joe talent, bro. Claude Edwards Hilaire. So much talent, bro. But you can say the same thing about every Alabama team that comes out. We just got to start talking about defense. Yeah. It's just the running backs. <laughs> That's the I mean, thing. Go to the Bills. Look at TJ Yeldon. He was supposed to be the biggest thing coming out. Oh, you want to talk about Alabama running backs, we can talk about Trent Richardson. Yeah. But for every Trent Richardson, there's a Derrick Henry. And which one is Najee Harris going to be? That's the question. Yes, sir. That's, That's actually very, I like the way you said that. That is a uh, – he's California. He's built different. Yeah. <laughs> We're That's about California. to find out. This mock draft has Zach Wilson going, too. Now, honestly, Ew. if we're going to compare the things that these QBs don't do well, I'm taking Fields because I think he has more raw talent than yeah. Wilson does. Yeah, for sure. If we're going to take – they have the exact same problems. 
then I'm going to draft for positives. And Justin Fields has got the positives by a mile. He's way faster. I, way I just, more athletic. I don't know where the hype for Zach Wilson came out. Now at three, I'm curious to see what. Where's Atlanta at? Atlanta's at four. You get, you get Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts at four? Yeah. In Atlanta? Yeah. That would be beautiful. I think there's pressing needs. I think there's bigger you, needs. You get you I mean their defense is good. They just can't close the game out. I don't think their you team was unfulfilled. Julio, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and you have Todd Gurley. Okay, so this is a different I don't know if I clicked a different link. So at pick three here, they have Penny Swell going at pick three to Miami. Now uh-huh. Miami can go offensive tackle. If they're not feeling strong on Tua, they can go QB at three two if they want to. There's I mean, but if, if Deshaun actually pulls his hat and says I want to go to the Jets and or I want to go to Miami, they're definitely going to make that trade happen. Deshaun is not leaving Texas. I don't think he's going to leave Houston. I think I think they're going to play. It's not even up to him. It's not like the NBA where you can really. I mean, you can sit out, but you can't really make a decision. Yeah, like Deshaun's going to sit. I think for a year, and it sucks because we talked about it. We talked about it mm-hmm. on on Last Pilot week. One. I think they're doing him wrong. I don't think he did anything wrong in Houston in the first place. He has I, too much talent. I think for they're the going to hold him, bro. They don't do enough. They're just going to hold him to help. So at pick four, this one has Mac Jones at four to Atlanta, mm. which that is that's actually a good hot take. I would say pump the brakes because <laughs> it's you want to talk about Alabama running backs. Let's talk about Alabama quarterbacks. When's the last time a QB came out of Alabama and succeeded? Bro, AJ McCarron. Bro, Mac Jones is. <laughs> Greg McElroy. I oh. he's throwing to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle all year. Look at that team. Look at Greg McElroy's team. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's true. I I don't see the hype on Mac Jones being. I don't see the hype on him being a first round QB, let alone a top five pick in this draft. That is to me that's ridiculous because you want to talk about talent. That dude's been throwing to two. He has arguably two guys that are going to draft in the top ten on offense. And then probably has another two guys that are going to be drafted on defense in the top ten, too. No cap. And Mac Jones, you're going to try to tell me that Mac Jones is the reason they went to the national title. Stop it. <laughs> AJ Mc, you could, I could take AJ McCarron off the Bengals practice squad, stick him back in an Alabama jersey. He would have went and won the national title, too, just as well. So I don't, I don't see it, Mac Jones, at four. This one, Cincinnati, Kyle Pitts at five. Now, when I was talking to Shea before this, and I agree, like, I know how good he is. I've seen the tape. I know the matchup nightmare. <laughs> I know how good he is. But we're still talking about drafting a tight end at pick well, I think five. You, yeah. you, I think what you told me about, like, with him automatically coming a bust if he's top ten, like, that kind of Well, like, it sets the stage yeah. for it. Because it's what I told him was, like, if he gets drafted at five, too much pressure. he has set the stage to be the biggest draft bust of all time. Because when's the last time a, t- a tight end went top five? Yeah. It's just the situation of it. Yeah, so I was thinking. And, and for him to be considered, for that to be a good pick, and for the Bengals to make a solid pick, he has to outproduce Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, and Devonta Smith receiving, which is hard to do at the tight end spot. And if nothing else, not exceed them, but like... If they're going to put up 1,200 receiving yards, he better have 1,000. Send them to New England. He better have 800. Hey, we know? got that connect with Florida, too, on, on me. Yeah. Uh, they have pick six, Jamar Chase, to the Eagles. The Eagles have got to get one of these wide receivers. Yeah, they're I think, wow. They still got D-Jack, and I love him, but, like, come on. I bro. think Jamar <laughs> Chase, Jalen Walton, Devonta Smith, or Kyle Pitts has to be in a Philly uniform at the end of this draft, or they have done something wrong. Yeah. Or they but I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, you've seen their head coach, man. He's a little loony. Yeah, I've also seen 
I've also seen mock drafts where Justin Fields slides and they take him. And just Jalen Hurts is just, meh, who cares? No, no. That's that'd crazy. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. I would. Well, I mean, if Fields, if Justin Fields naturally slides to six, I think you have to think about it, in my opinion. Because I, I like yeah. just, I like, um, Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts a lot, but like, we're talking about arguably the second best QB in this class. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk. Now, if for some reason Trevor Lawrence is available at six, I don't care. Sign it. We're, we're yeah, we're going to do it. Sorry, Jalen. Yeah, I love chance. you to death, but like this man, is, why is he here? First yeah. of all, that's the question. They bypassed him and said, no, nah, you're not it, bro. Uh, <laughs> you're only 6'5". Do the unrealistic un- things at 215. Pick five. seven is Detroit. They have Micah Parsons, edge rusher out of uh, Penn State. Mm-hmm. Solid pick. They need yeah. defensive help. The Detroit is at a at a point in their careers at the point as a franchise where they really can't go wrong with this pick because they have so many glaring needs on their roster. Um, pick eight, Justin Fields falls all the way to eight in Carolina. What? Justin Fields at CMC? Oh, boy. That is so crazy. I don't see Bye-bye, Teddy Bridgewater. Go back to the Vikings. Yeah, I don't see any way where he falls to eight Go back to the again. Oh, it's just there's no, there's no possible way that he falls to eight. This mock draft is so out of pocket, first of all. Pick nine, Denver, Caleb Farley. Well, that was out of pocket. Corner out of Virginia Tech. Are we? Come Patrick, on, bro. Patrick Chetain is on the board. Patrick Chetain is the best corner in, in Like, the I'm saying, like, that was terrible. Who made this? This is horrible because Kawitty Page goes to 10 to Dallas, and he's projected to go 27 to Baltimore in every other mock draft. Yeah, I'm sick. I don't even want to talk about this. So, yeah, this is Devonta Smith all the way to 11 to New York. I mean, to but look how, look how the draft did last year in, like, it was crazy. It was weird. Isaiah didn't go when we thought Isaiah yeah, was going to go. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Simmons. Simmons. That's true, yeah. Well, because he was a tweener. That's the problem with him. Because yeah. a guy like him can get lost on a defense if you don't know where to play him at. But the Cardinals have found a spot at safety, so he's solid going he forward. He could have been OLB if he got Dallas. Lucky. Dallas at 10 is the exact same way. Go anywhere you want. Resign Dak. That's your that's your motive for the offseason. So. <laughs> Well, we're uh, we're at the end of the show. Out of time, man. We'll be back. What a good show today! What a good show. We did good. Boys don't lie. Owen doesn't lie. Rael doesn't lie. Samari doesn't lie. I don't know. We almost got into about little baby. Hey, (laughs) oh my god, man. Um, Shay Shay don't lie too. Stay tuned, man. And this is this is the last one. This is the last pilot. The next one is gonna be the cleanest one. We're gonna take it way seriously. Uh, we'll probably have the intro by then. Yep. No more candy. No more. We'll just be, I don't know. No whatever. more kicking it. Yeah. It's time to make money. Yeah. That's what that is. As always, we thank everybody who's taking the time to even listen. Mm-hmm. Taking the time to actually listen. And Let me emphasize. Listen. We're not talking 17 minutes. Okay, this is boring, whatever. If you got listen. to the two-hour mark. Yeah, if you're here, I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'll tell you. More than the rest, man. Yeah. It's I something mean, different. Pressure play don't don't hurt the pockets, though. I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's a little deep. But the people that can listen to the whole thing and then DM me on Twitter and tell me things I need to work on and things we need to talk about, yeah. those are the people that definitely have a special place in my heart. Yeah, definitely. Also, the people that, uh, you know, let us get a Papa John cash app. Facts. A Fruity Loops <laughs> yeah. commercial going on is going to help us out, too. Yes, Because <laughs> I'm $15 is going to help a brother out. You feel me? Just a little uh, ad stress, here, man. Stress for that 15 boy. But we'll be back next week with Boys Don't Lie to Podcast. The real deal. 
episode one. No more pilots. Let's get it.